0: Welcome to Game Face, episode 190 on Sifted Games at sifted.net. You guys have found the most informative gaming podcast in the world. In the world. In the world. (laughs) We have a big show for you guys. We're right in the middle of November. So as you know, that is when all the games are coming out. We have two gigantic games to talk with you guys about today. As you're probably guessing, Death Stranding is one of them. Probably one of the most divisive games in the last at least decade, I would argue. Is it? Pretty up there, as far as split opinions on it. I guess review-wise, maybe.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of people arguing about it, really. I've seen a lot of people arguing about the reviews. I haven't seen a yeah. lot of people arguing the about actual the actual game.
0: game. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about that on today's show. Uh, we finally got the first episode of Pactor Factor up from the latest round of episodes. We just shot those this past Friday. Pactor uh, replies about the whole ESA E3 data mm. leak thing, which he got a lot of fire for. Uh, Someone asked a question about that, and he replies to it on this episode. Um, So if you're on YouTube, you'll be seeing that in about a week. If you're a patron, it is live right now. Uh, Before we get going, we have something very... I'm going to go watch that now. (laughs) Uh, Before we get going, we have something very special we're going to tackle before we get on with the show. Uh, One of our users, Justin, reached out to me a couple weeks ago and said, Hey, there might be some stuff coming from Amazon to your address. And I was like, Okay, that's weird. And he... I think after a while, it got the better of him, and he's he's like, I feel like I need to explain it. So basically what happened is Justin, on Sifted, organized a bunch of sifters to get together and pitch in to buy us Christmas gifts. And those gifts showed up this week huh. at my apartment, and we are going to open them live right here on the show. First of all, I want to say, before I even, we even know what they are, thank you. Uh, it's awesome that you guys did this. Justin, thank you for organizing this. Uh, I don't even know what's inside it yet, but just the thought of it, the idea of it, I think is really awesome. So thank you, guys. Um, I think I have these right. I, I see someone saying, it's not Christmas yet. You're right. You clearly haven't been to a store recently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it is Christmas. <laughs> it is already Christmas November here 1st. Is, it's time. Boom.
1: Start spending that money. American Christmas lasts two months. Yeah. I,
0: I think Justin just wants us to open them now. I, I think the suspense is killing him. He basically said, you know, I want you to open them on the next episode of Game Face. So that's what we're going to do. So... I believe I have this right. I think mine is the smaller one, and yours is the bigger one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Matt, you're gonna open yours first, and we'll see what's in there.
1: they're very fancy key. <laughs> yeah,
0: only the best.
1: Is it the bathroom key? Yes, it, it is.
0: is. <laughs> Gets the job done, though. Indeed, and this as well.
1: there we go. I don't know if this is for me. This is oh Xbox no! That, I think that Xbox one was Elite for me. <laughs> Which, oh, Series Two. Yeah, so it is for me.
0: Yeah, he actually told me what he got me. I wasn't gonna act surprised. I already knew what it was, and this is what That's he got you. me. So not just well, me, but you guys got me. Because you need you need one of those. I do, and I was never gonna spend the money on my own. So you guys got me. You've taken your first step into a larger world. An Xbox Elite Series Two controller. Which I will probably have until the end of my life. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. There's really no reason to buy a better controller than this. No, it's a it's a it's a life changing controller. It is going to be forwards compatible probably forever. For Sure. Uh, this may be the last Xbox controller I ever own, and I can guarantee you that I will play thousands of hours worth of video games with this. That will ultimately result in content for you guys. So just just in time for uh, Star Wars. Yep. So thank you guys very very much. I appreciate this so much, and uh, I guess Merry Christmas. I, yeah. It's weird to say that in mid-November, but Merry Christmas. Oh, mid-November when it's like sixty. Yeah, it's actually pretty cold here. At least the city isn't on fire anymore. No, or,
1: it's, it's, uh, we, we got another couple weeks before that happens again. I think. Okay, All so right, here's Matt. everything. I'm
0: sorry, Justin. I totally screwed that no up. Way. He had told me that they were coming in the in a certain order, and that's how we opened them. But it looks like. The you shipments can, got mixed up.
1: You can never tell what order anything's coming in with Amazon. Clearly, this was delivered by Sam Porter Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where anything is. It's a, a book, very old school. Is it? Ah, Ishiro. I say the uh, biography of Ishiro Honda, who uh, is the director of the original Godzilla movies. That's very cool. Thank you. That's a, probably a good read, actually. That is a good. I mean, yeah. he, that's a fa- he's a fascinating man. He had a very interesting career, especially in the sense that he was an extremely talented uh, film director who decided to dedicate uh, much of his time to a giant rope lizard in a rubber suit. Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, <laughs> but what you, when you find uh, when you find uh, success, you go for it.
0: He defined that genre. I oh mean, yeah.
1: yeah. In, uh, forward by Martin Scorsese. Oh wow. Uh, Will he say that that so is actually cinema? Godzilla is cinema? <laughs> <laughs> Pro wrestling between giant monsters is cinema. Yeah, but But if you wear a cape while you do it, you are not cinema. You're not cinema. Yeah. You're a movie, but you're not cinema. Yes. I mean to be fair, I agree with almost everything Scorsese is Scorsese did his like follow up essay about that. I agree with pretty much everything he says there. I just think it also applies to Marvel movies. Yeah, for sure. Like
0: yep. but yeah, this
1: is really cool.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Justin and crew. We really appreciate it. Um Yeah, it's awesome. I'm going to get – that's probably one of the best Christmas gifts I ever got, honestly. If I think about getting a gift that you're going to use, the only thing that beats it is probably a console. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) That controller (laughs) will be my friend for a long time to come. So thank you guys very much. Don't get him a console next year. Let's not go go crazy. (laughs) But, I'd be uh, okay with that. <laughs> I'm, yeah, but... I'll probably have the consoles long before anyone else would be able to even buy them, is yeah, my guess, so... One yeah. would think. Yeah, so thanks again, guys. It's really awesome. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you as well. All right, let's get the show going.
1: Now you have no excuse on Fallen Order. You have the perfect controller. I do. It's all you in the game. Yeah,
0: I think I'm getting the PS4 version of that, though. Oh, uh, well, that sucks. At least that's what EA said. We'll see. Maybe it doesn't
1: suck because you have a better ps4 than an xbox yeah
0: i'm supposed to get that today or tomorrow because it comes out friday yeah and uh like a lot of people don't have code yet the big boys do mm-hmm. but the middle to and smaller sites don't i mean it's leaked
1: a couple places i saw some people posting impressions on reddit uh which are pretty pretty good yeah um it really looks like it's Something Dark special. Dark Souls plus Metroid, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <the> g- <laughs> excuse is me, is my name on it? Because that- <laughs> Matt,
0: the game, yeah, pretty
1: much. Yeah, so looking forward to it. There is a stamina bar. So yeah, I know. Look
0: out. Yeah, we will be talking about that
1: in seven days. But everyone says it's not remotely as hard. Well, that's good as as the Soulsborns. I'll so. take that.
0: Uh, so we'll be talking about that in exactly seven days here. The, on game que- Face. the quest for your gateway souls game continues. Maybe this will be. It, it might be it. Absolutely. All right, let's get on with the show. We're going to kick things off with Need for Speed Heat. You may be thinking Need for Speed what? what? What's Need for Speed Heat? That's because like there was, they did not send this game out to journalists there was until no launch heat. day. There was no pre-release reviews for there this. There was game no Latino Heat whatsoever. On this. Typically, that's a really, really bad sign for any game, not just a game from EA or a driving game, but for any game. If you Mm -hmm. don't have reviews before the game hits retail, usually that's not a good sign. Matt, do you think it was a good sign or not for Need for Speed Heat? I think it was exactly the sign it deserved. (laughs) You don't
1: want to know what anyone thinks before you're dumb enough to spend your money on this game.
0: Yeah. So, here we are. So, Need for Speed Heat... Uh, if you've played any Need for Speed games in the past, you've pretty much played this one. Uh, you can play the game. You can choose to play it offline or online. Every time you mm-hmm. boot up, you can switch between. But it doesn't really change whether you're online or off, other than the fact that there are other human yeah, players. The drivers driving around, driving around, and conceivably, you're supposed to be able to get people to join races with you, so you're not racing against AI. Mm-hmm. I had zero luck with that. Yeah, I didn't see that ever happen. I never got matched up. I would sit there and wait until it timed out. I could even, I mean, I played this the second it went live, and no. I was playing it yesterday. There's there's still not enough people to match up with for races. So, Either that
1: or that feature's broken. It's like, one I or the know, other. I don't know which one it is. I mean,
0: I'll say this. I don't see a lot of cars driving around my world. No. It seems like three or four at fact, a time. a couple times I've thought I was offline
1: or something. I checked, yeah. but I wasn't. There's just no cars around. Which is, I mean, and like the, they've done this in other Need for Speed games, like Rivals in particular. You had people driving all over the place. I mean, you never really interacted with them much. Yeah, but they like, were there. But they were least. there running around the world. This this is a very <laughs> empty world uh, in terms it, of that. not in, well, in, in a lot of terms, in actually. In a lot of terms, yeah. Uh, It takes place in a... um, Palm City? I mean, it's Miami. It takes place in an alternate Miami, which has about one-eighth of the traffic and no people on the street. No people. There's no one in this city, day or night. There are hardly any cars. No, there's very very little traffic.
0: (laughs) It's like you're driving around this metropolitan area that's completely empty. It's like the world got nuked, and you're just left with your tuner car. Uh, Nothing survived
1: except roads, cars, and neon.
0: Yeah, (laughs) neon, man. I'll say this,
1: this, the lighting in this game is awesome. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, it, it kind of captures that underground feel.
0: Yeah. It, it, Basically, like, it's,
1: it's pro street during the day and underground. and It's it's pro in the streets and underground in the sheets yeah. <laughs> is pretty much what you're looking at That's here. true. Uh,
0: one cool feature about this game, though, is that you can flip day or night anytime you want. Yeah, that's actually a pretty cool effect if you ignore the load time. Right. But you and and the reason is because of what Matt just said. There you basically have two goals. You have one goal to raise money so you can use that money to buy mm. new cars and fill out your garage. And then your other goal is to build your rep, which actually builds your levels. Mm-hmm. Um and that is what gates most of the game. As far as like the campaign, if you want to move forward in the campaign, you need to have mm. x number of rep level. Yeah. I mean you also have to
1: have a certain level of car, but you're going to get that anyway, yeah. like just with the parts you win or like basic or upgrades you bought I mean, or buying a better car, like like, I've never had to actually actively try to get my car to the level needed for the next story mission. It's always ar- It's always, already been there. I had to. My rep, like, I've had to get up there. but
0: I Yeah, my rep. So, like, I think it's like the, I mean the car level. Like oh, the, yeah, the yeah. Car, the car level is, is always level. fine. Rep car level. level. Car
1: is always ahead of where you need to be, pretty much.
0: Yeah. So, the game, like, you, you start out, and it starts out like any other campaign. You finish a race, and then you generally have whatever you need to start the next one. And then you get to, like, the third chapter of the campaign... And my I think my level was like rep level three and I needed rep level seven to mm-hmm. participate in the next race in the campaign. So I had to go back and grind and race the same races over and over and over again until I got my rep to level seven so I could keep going in the campaign. Yeah, I got I me mean, I got up there I was I think when that happened I was like rep five
1: and I went and did I did daytime races because the thing the the trick is there's day challenges and night challenges and the, like you're getting rep at night and you're getting money in the day, but the daytime challenges give you rep when you complete them and the night challenges give you money when you complete them yep. or bank as they insist yeah. on calling it. <laughs> and um, so I was doing the day challenges and I had a weird – I had a glitch where I did it and then it didn't count. It gave me the rep, but it said the challenges weren't complete, so I had to do it again. Uh-huh. And then with that, the double challenge rep, I got up to seven and I was good. I didn't even have to do any night races.
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: it was it was weird. Um the the game is the game After is that, blatantly though, unfinished. Once blatantly I got my first
0: ways. car, the game was easy.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it was just that starter car getting it up to the speed that you needed to be. Once I bought my first car yeah. with my own choice pretty much, the game became really easy. Yeah. Well that happened like
1: so I before I even did that, because I I'd done enough daytime races with the challenges to make a fair amount of money, so I just bought an rx7 yeah <laughs> so I'm like, screw it why not so I bought an rx7 and put a couple upgrades on it and it's still my car yeah like it's it's really that's the thing the races are super easy the cops are monsters. The I didn't cop- find the
0: races that easy, the, honestly, at first. I don't
1: think I've ever lost one. Like, really? I, I, I couldn't I, win at first. I've lapped guys really? in those in those races.
0: I couldn't win at first. I the best I could do well, is, the second
1: starter place. Car is the starter car is, the first couple races I don't think you're supposed to win. Uh, but okay. as soon as you get out there and you're making the money and the rep and all that stuff, like past the kind of opening like story missions, like I've, I've never no one's ever come close to touching. Yeah, me. yeah. Like, like I
0: said, after I bought my first car, the whole game became a cakewalk. But, but like it, it but, took me but like then the,
1: the cops are so heavily rubber banded. Oh god! That like, there's no way. I, I, there are
0: cop chases in this, which is good. I night. think a lot of people oh, and here, here. Okay, so that. here's
1: the cutscene. With look, look at how this guy's badge is not attached to the character model. And it's floating. Like, the off badge is just floating chest. off his chest, dancing <laughs> around. Like there are. This is such a janky game. Yeah. In so I many mean, I've ways. seen worse, but I've seen it has worse, problems. but it's just. Every, I mean, it's like you, you. Also, you really feel like you wanted to nail this because it's again another yet another attempt to make this series take off again. Yeah. I don't know why Need for Speed gets infinite lives with EA and everything <laughs> else gets thrown in a pit in the back of the back of the company, like after one slight disappointment. But like Need for Speed is is made of Teflon, and no matter how much garbage they throw at it, apparently it's never going to go away. Um, even though I'd rather have a burnout game any day. But uh, at this point, they're definitely
0: throwing good money after bad. Pretty much, yeah. and,
1: But I mean, there's just stuff like so, like the the we- the character models all bounce around and they're weird. Uh, the cutscenes on Xbox One X tank the frame rate constantly. I'm talking about 15 frames a second a lot of times. Now and that, then the that game- didn't happen on PS4 And then the Pro. gameplay runs fine. Uh. Like, but the cutscenes themselves like are, are terrible in terms of like frame rate and running running well. Uh, when you win a ma- when you win a race, it shows you standing next to your car. And, like, you know, celebrating or taking a selfie or whatever. And as the other cars finish, the, ca- the cars that finish just materialize and drop in next yeah. to you in the winner's <laughs> circle. The I mean, it's, yeah. Like, it's just full of – and it's like if you've played enough Frostbite 2 games, you recognize these errors. Issues, like, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're regular problems in Frostbite
0: They're games. engine-wide issues. Yeah. yeah. And it's
1: just – it feels very unpolished and very rough. It, it's not. It, it feels. It doesn't very feel unfinished. done, no, and, I have, and
0: I'll get to other reasons why it feels like it's not finished. I mean, we should probably explain the story, although people know it's, it already. It's the Need for Speed story. Yeah, it's the Fast and the Furious yeah. story. You're a hotshot driver. You come to a new city. You don't know anybody. Yeah. Well, it's Fast and you the Furious. You meet
1: somebody. Minus the twist of Brian being an FBI agent. Right. Right. It's just. It's just. He's just. A, if he was just a guy. Yeah. Then it would be. Yeah. And the so, and the cops in the in the city are like dedicated hate to stopping street, street races. Yeah. I guess the whole thing. But the funny thing, the thing that I think is really hilarious is because they didn't, like, EA didn't want to go too hardline with the cops being militaristic monsters, they made sure that the whole police force is extremely diverse. Oh, yeah. Like, all the cops are of a very, like, like, a- Greatly varying ethnicities and diversities and gender identity, like the, the the police force in Need for Speed Heat is going to make an Assassin's Creed game any moment. <laughs> like the, the, it's it's very funny. It, you I also it's have funny.
0: you also have some cops who are actually good trying to stop the bad. Yeah, cops like the the, from... the
1: the the woman the fem- the female cop in that in that scene you just saw, like she's trying to say like what the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. So there is there is disagreement in the ranks, but the, but the guy who lead the big. Old baby boomer white guy who leads the, the police force is the guy calling the shots, and he's the one that hates street racers. So, and, like in that scene, he wants to shoot the. He street was trying racer. to kill the he street He wanted race. to shoot the street. Like he turns the the security camera off in the in the in the cruiser, right. and he's going to shoot him until she stops him. Right. And so that's the kind of police force you're up against here. Which I mean, they do drive like that. Yeah. But the problem <laughs> is the rubber banding is just cra- like there. They, the, the, the cops teleport to where they need to be to
0: to like screw you up. I mean, basically. it's in the whole game, honestly.
1: Like, I through there, but if I, you
0: make one mistake like like i said when i had kind of the underpowered car if you made one mistake around a turn you get passed by like three guys i mean i haven't i can catch up pretty well with like random guys but it, there's like certain races you do
1: where like named characters are in the race and if you get passed by one of them forget it you'll never like catch dex him is, you'll never catch dex again yeah. if, if he gets past you and so, but then like sometimes you'll do a retry of that race and like they get crashed in or the they first crash, turn. Right? Yeah. I mean, they they are not on rails. Right. Like, you, you, yeah. They can get screwed. They're trying up. to actually navigate the track. Um. But sometimes, like, and there's moments where it's just like, what? Like, you can't, like, you can't accelerate that fast in that car. Like, I know what you're driving, and that car can't do that. But yeah, it's it's very. It's
0: got a turbo cow. Eh. It's got nitrous cow. It's <laughs> NOS. It's got, it's got NOS NOS cow. Uh. So. Here's the thing. It's an open-world racer, just yeah, like Forza just like, Horizon. And it, it's
1: really trying to be Forza Horizon.
0: It, it really does. Uh, the one thing I'll say is you can drive anywhere. Like, you can take any yeah. car you own, and you can drive it across country. You don't have to stay on the roads. But when you do that, the you, game— You'll find that's a mistake. Oh, the game just basically buckles. Everything, yeah. like the resolution drops down. All the foliage just turns into this pixelated mess. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, you can do
1: it. Yeah, it, it makes me wonder how late in the game that was added. They decided we need to make you be able – you need to be able to drive anywhere like in, like in Horizon.
0: Because eventually, you do eventually get trucks and other cars. It's, yeah, and it's you can tune just... the
1: car to be off-road more than yeah. the street and stuff. But, like, why, why would you? Yeah. yeah.
0: So you're, it's in an open world, but there is absolutely nothing to do. No. Nothing. There are – there's no events. There's no – there are billboards that you can, like, drive through. This is the and only the- time you see people. Yeah, yeah. Like, at, at the
1: car At, the, car at the start. And the same two people walk past your car at the start of every race. Yeah. It's this one guy and this one girl who, like, kind of stroll past your car and go, ooh, look at the car. And, like, yeah. that's, and sometimes when it cuts back to the other angle during that, because that, that's the part where you, it's like the beginning of a Forza race where you're, like, revving your engine yeah. in real time. And they'll just sort of, like... Blink out of existence yeah. sometimes, and then the so like in a Forza race, you're revving the engine, revving the engine, revving the engine, and then it goes to the countdown three, two, one, and you start. In this, you're revving the engine, revving the engine, and then there's like a weird like freeze slash load screen, and then it roughly transitions
0: like with a weird wipe takeoff, to the three, yeah. two,
1: one, and so like all, none of that feels coherent. It's it's like presentationally, this game is a disaster.
0: It's a not a very pretty game. Even no. when it's not buckling and you're driving across country, it's just... I mean, you can see. It's just fine. Lots of reused textures and lots of copy and paste. The whole city pretty much looks the same everywhere. Yeah. Like, there's not a lot it is of... It's Miami. Value. It shouldn't look that way Although I do all. like
1: that the clothing moves independent of the characters' bodies. That's I mean, a- I'll
0: say this. The cinematics in this are better than they've been in the last couple, yeah. Need for but Speed games. But you can games. even
1: see here, like, as it cuts back and forth, sometimes you'll see the characters, like... like Get dropped into the scene. Yeah, you know, is that frostbite thing? Like your character, sort of like sort of like so you see the physics like reset on their hair and clothing pretty regularly. Yeah, it's just rough. It's, there's it's,
0: just there's nothing to do. That's the biggest no. problem for this they, game. There's no there's your typical sprints and like point A to point B races. But like and there's in, like the the force like the you know
1: the speed traps where you have to go this fast to get a thing and like knock a billboard over and like you're supposed to collect graffiti. I didn't even see yeah, that there's graffiti like where you go up and you collect it and if you can collect everything in an area they give you like a new wrap or something oh, i didn't even know that stuff. like there is like open world collectible stuff but it's it's a not very useful or interesting and b like it's it's such a half-assed rip of forza and like none of it's as satisfying no, for some reason not even like close. It's it's just the, the progression is not really there.
0: The cars don't feel as good. They don't sound as good. There's 127 cars, I think, Something in like the that. base game. But not mine. Yeah. They don't have my car. They, they do, have your car. They have mine, yeah. My car's in every, yeah. every video Mine's
1: day. usually in it, but the, there's only two Audis in this in this. There's no TT. There's no TT. That is weird.
0: That'll be coming as DLC, guaranteed. I think there's an A6 and, a, and an A10. Interesting. That's it. Huh. TTs and everything. And it's usually like You'd a think. starter car yeah. in, in most games. I think it was a starter car in Forza Horizon 4, wasn't it? It's st- starter, like, first wait, first yeah. round of yeah, upgrades. That's, that's why I like it,
1: because I can always get it early and, and drive around in my car. and that wasn't in this one. Yep. So I, so I picked an RX-7 because I like rotaries.
0: Yeah. So if you own an Xbox, this game's completely off the table. Just go, if you haven't already, yeah. buy Forza Horizon 4. I don't know why you wouldn't. It's the best. Or way just get game. game
1: Pass and download whatever Forza is right. there. Right. Whichever one like, you I like. Think, I think three is available on Game yeah. Pass.
0: Now the question's a little different on PS4 because it doesn't really have that seminal street racer right. yet. And we've been talking about it. We're like, if somebody could come in and fill that void on PlayStation, mm-hmm. you might have something. And Drive Club got taken down. Yeah. So, so is this though
1: i mean i don't know like if you it's serviceable i guess but it's like if you can't it feels like i don't know you want a steak but going to sizzler instead you know it's like yeah. it's not really. <laughs> that's a good analogy it's not
0: really you know it, yes it is a steak and it is meat but Technically, is, it, is it what
1: was in your head when you originally picturing going to like ruth's chris and getting no. a good
0: steak no, no it's not yeah um yeah, I, I have problems recommending this game to anyone. I would absolutely not. Yeah. And in fact,
1: I'm going. I haven't looked because I haven't gone. But I'm gonna. I, I think I played. Yeah, I think I played more than two hours. I was really thinking about refunding it on Xbox. Oh, how? Yeah. Have you ran out of your time already? I think I might. I gotta check. I don't know if I really played this more than two hours. It was not a.
0: I, I definitely did.
1: It was not a it didn't hold my attention that
0: much. Cuz it was rough at first and then well like I said once I got my first decent car it started becoming at least fun yeah. a little bit. But I again, you, th- you
1: can see the cutscenes stuttering here a little bit.
0: Yeah. But again, for no reason. I it's like if you look at the map on Forza Horizon, it is just littered with stuff. Like even when you're just driving around, like you're accidentally completing stuff sometimes because of the speed traps. Mhm. This game has a, has a lot of that stuff, but they're not as densely populated. Right. And on they're the also map.
1: like they're weirdly out of the way. Like, like on Force Horizon, like sometimes you'll see the billboards or the the signs you have to break or whatever, and those be off to this you can like, kind of swerve over and hit it while you're doing something else or whatever. And like this one, you have to like go out of your way, find where the ramp to hit the billboard yeah. is, like wind up, like flat. Yeah. Yeah, fly. Also, like. And I know you can't rip everything off completely, but the fact that you're always earning like kudos, you know, or whatever they call the, yeah, the they horizon call points yeah. in, the, in Horizon, like everything you're doing is earning you some kind of weird progression thing. It's just constantly filling the bar like a Skinner box. Yep. it's you know, it's it's cheap, but it works. And this doesn't have anything like that. It's, there's there's no rewards for good drifts. There's no. I mean, there's there's like the challenges will reward you for stuff. Yeah, but they're infrequent and specific. And there's no. Real incentive to
0: drive cool,
1: like yeah. forza gives you.
0: I also like just decided to drive all the way across the map, at least the map that's available now. Like you can tell, there's going to be a lot more that they're probably going to unlock in DLC. But
1: also, like, there's no reason to use fake handheld cameras and cutscenes in video games. No. stop.
0: Well, you stop mean, like putting the that. whole R E like the wreck thing on the screen. And well, no,
1: I mean, like, there that scene is shot like it's like, like someone's a holding the camera, yeah. and it's like. Don't do that. That's what happens when like, you
0: have Hollywood people coming in to help. Right. With video like that.
1: Games. I mean, that's kind of useful if you're like in a battle scene or you want to add, but just like two people talking, like you're not adding anything by making it look like you shot it on a boat. Yeah. And I say that as someone who was part of the launch of X Play, in which we had a camera specifically to do that. Yeah. Because that was cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not so much anymore. Not so much then. I it mean, was, handheld is how they shoot. It was pretty a handheld.
1: It was a handheld black and white camera. Yeah. Um. This is like. I mean, that scene is doesn't gain anything by having it in hand. Like, what am I supposed to think of that? Like, I'm just trying to pay attention to they're people They're just trying talking, to make it look like a movie. They're trying to make it look like, oh, like someone was there. It's yeah. a YouTube video. It's real. Verisimilitude. Yeah. How you doing, fellow kids?
0: Uh, the game does have tons of car customization, and as you're seeing right now, character customization. There are, what, four primary categories for car upgrades and uh, then within yeah. each one of those, there's like a handful
1: of different options, and there's a ton of options for each of those. Out. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of customizations. You can swap engines in and
0: out. Like this one thing I thought was cool was like whenever I was messing around with like the suspensions, you could see the car stance change in real time. Yeah,
1: and... I mean that part is pretty good. Like, yeah, they're, they're they're on point with that. Um, I felt like you had a good amount of customization over the car, and that it changed how the car drives. Yeah. Um, so that's all there. The
0: rating the car ratings are odd because like they're very low numbers. So yeah. like when you first get your car, your first car, like most of its ratings are like 1.1 1. 1 or 1. Yeah. 1.2. So the upgrades when you first see them, it's like, oh, this will take you up a tenth. You're like, well, I don't want to spend ten thousand dollars on something that brings me up a tenth but then you look and you're like, oh, that I mean, actually matters yeah. because yeah. the numbers they're like so also
1: low. like you know because you have those but then you have a total rating for each car. so it's like yep. you know, like it's one you have a car score, essentially. Three. And I, you know, I got a couple of cars just for, you know, like, I don't know if they were pre-order things or if they were, like, uh, here's another car for being an EA Origins or whatever. But there were a couple of them, and I, I was, like, like okay, they're, like, uh, I think they were uh, Lancers or something. And I was, like, I don't know if I – well, I'll look, at, I'll look at them and see what they are and, like – they were all they all had lower ratings in those, you know, the 1.02 like that, those ratings. They were lower than the car I was driving, but their total car rating was higher than the car I was driving, and I couldn't figure out why that was higher. Probably because
0: you had some parts that were from a higher class, like it was they were sport parts, probably, maybe, but like the stats weren't better. Yeah, that's but, like I the, mean, if you look at, like, the sport parts, they're still kind of on that lower scale. I'm wondering if they extrapolate that out to the car score that's a, in some way. It, but it's weird to, like, hide those stats. There. It is, yeah. Like,
1: it, it's, like, it's hard to make an informed decision when, like, okay, no, this, right. this car has no stat indication that it's better than what I'm driving, but the number is higher for its total ranking. Yeah, where is that coming So from? why is that there? yeah. And I didn't want to waste the time of, like, getting in the other car and, like, seeing if I like... I'll
0: say this, though. It seems like if if your car has a better rating, it is a better car. Seems like. I mean... But you're right. Like, it doesn't explain why or how, essentially.
1: I'm just so tired of this series. I'm just... I love this series. I mean, I, I, if they do rem- remasters, like they said, they're doing more remasters. They do remasters of like, 3 and Porsche Unleashed and stuff like yeah. that. They'll never do Porsche Unleashed. That license is a nightmare. But, like, if they did that, like, I buy those in a heartbeat. I love those old games. But, like, they just – they they peaked with this thing in terms of kind of the, the more, like – in terms of, like, the kind of cartooning thing, they peaked with the undergrounds. And in terms of the open world stuff, they peaked with rivals. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why you keep trying over and over again. Like, it's just not there.
0: That's really my question about this game in general. Why does it exist? Like There are so many games that are doing this same exact thing Mm -hmm. now. And look, I I totally subscribe to the idea that competition is always good and you need competition to make sure that you stay on point, you improve whatever you're doing. But you also
1: have to show up to compete. Right. And this series never does that. It's, always, it's closer. It's closer, but it still always feels like it's just like an also ran. And the other thing is, like, it's weird that they keep hammering away at the car thing because I don't know if you've noticed, but statistics continually show that younger younger people, like like under thirty, don't care about cars. Yeah, don't care not about owning even a have car. cars. They don't even own cars. Yeah,
0: like. Like, they're living up in a ride they're growing up in a rideshare world. Yeah. Where they don't even think like I'll own a car someday. Yeah. Like I have a friend, Whereas for me, when I've I was a kid, an, my goal was when I turned sixteen to get oh a yeah, car. That's
1: not a thing anymore for yeah, most people. I it's mean, crazy.
0: And it's like I, I know
1: like someone in their twenties and and they, they had a car and it got destroyed by a guy who ran a red when they were turning left and uh, haven't replaced it. Yeah. Like that, it's been like two years you live in the city very little reason yeah they're part. just like eh, I take a lift if I need to go somewhere but mostly I, that's it Like, it, it, they don't need it and so it's you're like, right
0: this, this stuff is even less relevant now yeah. so again why does this so game exist you may-
1: well I mean it exists probably because the people who are our age or older who think this is cool or this is like the, the cool young thing keep green lighting it yeah but it's just it's just it's out not. of touch <laughs> like it, that's the thing is the whole thing feels out of touch at this point yeah
0: It feel again it feels like a racing game I played Six years ago, seven years, got the same story, the same progression system. Like, you'd kind of be on. on There's nothing unique about it. Like,
1: you'd be competitive here if this was, like, coming out at the same time as Forza Horizon 1. Yeah. But, like. That's about where it is. You're right.
0: That's a good analogy. Yeah. But it feels real archaic by
1: today's standards yeah
0: i just do you think they're gonna make another one of these yes i think they're gonna make
1: them till we die like they're i mean mean, at a certain point or until someone with some like youth and sense gets in a decision making position at ea like i I don't know why this again i don't know why you know if you want to keep making need for speeds fine but well, why does no other series get a chance if they stumble at once? And this thing has had bomb after bomb after bomb, and it just keeps coming back. Is it because the car manufacturers pay them licensing, or do they buy the licensing fees? They the have to man- pay for the licensing. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's an automatic like win for them in terms of like marketing placement or something. I don't. I don't get it. I will say one thing. So when maybe my- the shareholders are easy to impress with a car, like they like BMWs or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'll say one thing. So when my car was stolen at E3, a colleague in the industry, I don't think you know him, reached out to me and he was like, hey, I also have the same car as you and I'm in a group on Facebook for just that car. And he's like, they're crazy psycho about the car. They will help you find your car. So he's like, go join the group. I'm going to introduce you and I'll tell them what happened and they'll help you find the car. And I was like, okay. So I joined the group on Facebook. I told him, I'm like, hey, I just joined. And he went in and he's like, hey, this is Shane. His car was just stolen. This is what his car looks like. Keep an eye out for it. And look, nothing ever materialized out of that. Whatever. So find my car like later that day. And so the rest of that was kind of moot. But I was still a part of that Facebook group and getting constant notifications. And I will say this. There are people out there that are psycho obsessed with this stuff. Oh, I know. I mean psycho. Like I... But I they're lo- pretty old, aren't they? No. They're yeah. all 19 to 25-year-old hmm. kids who have bought my car and then invested more in parts than the car is worth into the car. And there are just tens of thousands. I had to leave the group <laughs> because I kept getting these, hey, this is my fourth cat-back exhaust. What do you guys think of this one? If you don't like it, I'll saw the tips off and blah, blah. It's like – I. It, it opened a whole new world to me that I did not know existed mm-hmm. of people who buy cars and become complete. It's like Christine, like oh, yeah. just completely and hopelessly obsessed with them. So I think there's an audience. My guess is in America, there's probably like three million of those people. Maybe. But
1: I don't think you're going to get like it's hard. I don't think you're going to please that audience with this. Probably there's, not. There's not enough customization. Yeah. like There's enough for me. But like.
0: Yeah, they like, need, like, 20 different cat And, different, and they all that need to be
1: licensed, from. and you have to be able to modify them yourself in addition, like, aftermarket. Yeah. Like, like, there's... Paint them and yeah, all that I mean, stuff. It's, I mean, if you want it, and, like, but I just don't see the amount of money it would cost to make a game that would appeal properly to that demographic is more than you would make if everyone in that demographic bought it. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, I just, I don't know. I, like, I
0: also think that... Those, EA has
1: so many properties and IPs they could use. You're right. And they just keep going back to this one, like, like, I don't know, like a beaten dog. Like, it's just, it's just, it's sad at this point. Like, I almost want them to have a huge hit on their hands with a Need for Speed game so they can stop doing this to themselves. Yeah.
0: I think, look, the law of diminishing returns applies to pretty much every video game genre. If you keep making it, it, ge- it becomes harder and harder to make a game that's more unique and innovative and different. Mm hmm. I feel like this genre in particular is really bad for that because yeah. there's just – there's only so much you can do. Right. It's but the,
1: cars on roads. But that's kind of like my thing where I say like innovation isn't as important to me as execution. Yeah. Just make a really good Hot Pursuit game. Yeah. Like just – I don't need a stupid story. I don't need an open world. I don't need like all this like progression. Sh- if you just give me like – maybe, maybe it can be cost less if it doesn't cost as much to make. Just do high hi, hi, uh, – what was it? Uh, yeah, Hot, hot suit High
0: Stakes, Most yeah. Wanted, all those old PS1 era games. Like, Just do that. I think one like, thing we found with the racing genre is that once it went open world, everyone just assumed it had to be open world. Yeah. And that having sort of these better designed, more curated races that, in all honesty, are often way more fun, they're too concerned about checking that open world box. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're able to... And I think that's something that's missing in racing games these days is that each event isn't something that was poured over by the developers so that Mm -hmm. they've tweaked every turn, they've set up every obstacle, they've set up the AI so that it's fun when you race it. Now with open world, it's like random. It's like The best Need for
1: Speed races in the series history, individual races, have always been handcrafted point-to-point. Yeah. Every single time. Yep. Like, all those were the best. The Need for Speed at its best is a handcrafted, non-open world, point-to-point race.
0: And when you have this open world, it's like you're basically just setting a start point and an end point. You're not looking at every yeah. piece of that track. You're sort of hoping that that section it works of the world out. works. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what we're losing in racing games today. Like, Everything going open world doesn't work for every genre. Like, it, it just doesn't. And in my opinion, it hasn't worked that great for racing games. Mm-hmm. So somebody may nail it. I mean, Forza Horizon 4, pretty damn good. It's oh, yeah. pretty I love, love the
1: Horizon games. But it's like, I only need one of those every couple of years.
0: Like, every generation, yeah. I only need one. And so this game is just kind of piling onto that. And again, you know, obviously, you know, you can only play that game on Xbox and PC. So someone needs to kind of fill the void on PlayStation. But look, you've already got Gran Turismo, who's going to take... No matter how bad Gran Turismo is, it's going to take half of your driving audience for your platform right Mm -hmm. away. There's just that trust in that brand. So then you're left with, okay, the other half that didn't buy GT, what do we do with them? And that's what this game is kind of trying to cater to. But it's just not good enough. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's just not good enough. No, and I don't think it ever will be. I, I would never go that far, but... If they keep working with the same teams, which they do, keep working with the same teams on this. Well, not
1: even not even that, because clearly the, t- the team. I mean, Ghost Games can make the racing work, like the racing in this, the car handling, all that. it's all solid. It's all there. Yeah. It's just, I feel like it's it's the bosses demanding all these open world bells and whistles gotta and a, a, a story and all game. this. And you got to have oh. motion capture. You got to have all that. And It's just like. That's the problem. I feel like I feel like this is executive meddling more than like a developer that can't make what they want to make. Be. Because I think they can make what they want. They can make a really good racing game, but like everything around it is getting
0: in its way. Yeah. One thing I should mention, and we we should mention, is that there are no evil microtransactions in this game. That's true. They, and they, that they is a that. big deal for this franchise in particular because it has been flagged as some as a worst offender right up there with the NBA 2K franchise. Yeah, it's so, lucky
1: it came out alongside Battlefront 2 that year because
0: nobody it They took noticed. away a lot of the heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. So this game, actually, I have a feeling probably eventually we'll be able to pay for cars or whatever, but as it, it is right now at launch, there's no evil microtransactions. Mm-hmm. So... That is one thing where they did listen to the fans and they did make changes for the better. Um, but again, I just struggle to tell anyone why they should pay sixty dollars for this game. I can't, in good conscience, tell someone to do it. No, I mean, pick it up for five ninety nine, and year. it will be. It and will in be. fact, I think already I saw it for sale for like forty bucks. Yeah, this thing's going to drop fast. This, and we look. We talk all the time about how Nintendo games never drop. These types of games drop. Very quickly and very drastically. So this will absolutely be tossed in with, like, the Black Friday stuff where it's, like, buy one, get one free, or buy two, get one free, buy two, get one Mm -hmm. at half price. This is the type of game that's going to be in those deals. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, I think there was a
1: bundle, like, a month or two or so ago on, like, Xbox Live and I think also on PSN, but you could get the last three Need for Speed games for 20 bucks with all the DLC included. Yeah. Like, just if you're actually v- mildly interested, just wait. You'll be able to get this for like the cost of a sandwich.
0: Or if you own an Xbox One, just buy Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, if you have an Xbox, there's no reason I to mean, play this ever. And you can probably get that for a little cheaper at this point too. I'm not 100% sure on that. I haven't seen a lot of deals for it, but I'm for, Even at 60 like, bucks, Like it's going working.
1: into Black Friday and Christmas season, there will be at least moderate. You'll be able to get Forza Horizon 4 for a moderate discount at yeah. least.
0: If you don't have it already, I would really recommend that is like something to put on your Christmas list.
1: Yeah. And if you've already played Forza Horizon 4, just play it
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> there's play not And that's the problem. There's nothing in this game that you're not getting somewhere else, and you're not getting it somewhere else where it's better. Yeah. That's the problem. It, there's, it has
1: no because USP. For, yeah, because Need for Speed has no personality anymore. Like because it, it
0: started it, and everyone else took it and yeah. ran with it, and now it's just like an But that's why I say
1: get, you know do really good self-contained, handcrafted point-to-point races, in a big progression with you know, like they did with the with the original series when the you know the original ones came out on PS one. No one else is doing that. Yeah. Like there's your niche.
0: Yep. That's like true. someone who
1: wants an arcade racer that's really well crafted and really that's well designed.
0: That's like goes. It's a throwback. Yeah. Like they should call it like Need for Speed throwback. Yeah. Need you for remember for speed when throwback. racing games were fun? Needs for, <laughs> need for Speed retro. Need for Speed anything. Like with I something. honestly could see Rockstar doing something like that with Midnight Club. Yeah. Like do something Where like because Ro- Rockstar is just like we don't give AF. We don't give a shit. Yeah.
1: And like do that. Like set it like hard in the nineties. Oh like, yeah! Like going hard on the '90s nostalgia, all the, have it be all '90s era cars, and everything is very '90s oriented, and like has the '90s style, and just call it Need for Speed nostalgia, or Need or for throwback Speed or throwback, or, or Need for Speed yeah. flashback, yeah, or something like go. that, like anything like that, and because '90s is getting hot, because that's how old we are now, <laughs> and like license a license a crazy fucking star-studded '90s soundtrack. You know, like you, yeah, that would sell. It I would? think that would sell. I agree.
0: But Need for Speed Heat not will, n- so will not. <laughs> no. So there you go. That's Need for Speed Heat. It's available for PC, PS4, Xbox One. But don't don't remember that because we don't want you yeah, to buy. Don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. All right, we're gonna move on. Don't we're gonna... even buy a Switch version if they make. one. They won't. They might. EA didn't make. Switch they might versions. do that to recoup some of the money because there's there is Maybe there it's... really is no good stream. Have rate. they gotten
1: anything Frostbite running on that though?
0: I don't think so. I don't know if they can even do that. It'd be hard. But there is a window there because there's no good – there's not a good driving sim or a good street racing game on Switch. (laughs) Need for speed. Please kill me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on. We're going to talk next about Google Stadia, and that's because it is about to launch. Finally, after all the talk, all the discussion, it launches seven days from today. So it is. Yep. So next Tuesday, it will be available. I got, kind to,
1: of. I got to admit, I never would have remembered this if you hadn't brought it up on this show. My job. <laughs> I'm the producer of the show.
0: I have to remember this stuff and make sure that this we talk about has, it. This thing, like, mind share is not, is it zero, really? Well, for you. Yeah. Because here's the thing. The Founders Edition sold out. Yeah, I saw that, and I saw. Do you that, think that they just made like ten of them so they could say I that th- they sold them? I mean, it's
1: probably not. They didn't make that many, but I did see, see this where um, they're shipping out the founders editions and the starter kits, which are separate skus. Yep. They're shipping them out as they are, they get them from the factories, and the founders editions are getting there later than the starter. So yeah, there's a good. You chance may not get it for two. You weeks. may not get the founders edition out on launch day,
0: for paying 130 bucks for it. Yeah. Yep. What? Yep. Uh, so, as Matt said, the Founder's Edition is $130. You can't really buy it anymore. They say it's sold out, which I don't believe. I'll just be honest. Uh, but it's $130 for the hardware starter kit. You get three months of premium service. Um, after that, you have to pay the $10 a month and to play Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. That's basically the only game right now that's kind of a part of that $10 a month tier. Now, Stadia has gone above and beyond to explain that it does not want to be known as the Netflix of games. It does not want to be known as a rental service. It wants to be known as a portal just like Steam or PlayStation Network or Xbox Live where you expect to buy games digitally at full price. Well, that's too bad because that's not what you are. Right. I mean, I don't think anybody, when they first heard about Stadia, was like, that's the ideal scenario that I want no. for this. That is Why would not- you pay
1: sixty dollars for something that can go away in a second? I mean, that's not true. I mean, people can fear monger about that with like Steam or whatever as much as they want, but the fact is you can install those games and play them offline, and even if Steam went away, you, you would still, still have, have it. it. Yep. And that is not the case here. You're and paying the fact- for a license. To and there play is the game. a way to maybe make that acceptable, but the one the like part of making that acceptable is not charging you the same amount of money as someone who is letting you have the
0: game yep. locally. Like that is ridiculous. It should be a Netflix system. Uh, so the Founders Edition does have one perk that probably isn't worth waiting two weeks for. Uh, you get a dark blue Stadia controller mm-hmm. that only comes with the Founders Edition, and with, no one I no one, one will ever be able on to. It or something. It does. You can, you, yeah, and no one will ever be able to buy it. They're never, they say I, they're never going to sell that color. I have a controller like that. Uh, it's for the Ouya.
1: Oh, <laughs> and, and I suspect it's just as useful as this will be in a couple of years.
0: Well, I have the Xbox One Day One Edition. If you remember, those controllers had a special screen print on them. I think they mm-hmm. were numbered. If I remember yeah, correctly, yeah, they were numbered. That controller broke like in literally in yeah, like a year.
1: My control. That controller was the one that broke like a month in, and I sent it back, and they sent it. They sent it back for a repairer, and then they sent it back to me, and it still didn't work. And I put it on the couch and went to play it with the Fire right it, I, I kicked it to get it out of the way cuz i decided to stretch out on the couch and it was hot uh, and it was, it was it was it was not on there were no lights on it wouldn't connect to the xbox but it was circulating through the, battery, power was the battery the battery was shorting out and if i hadn't kicked it who knows what would have happened it would have caught on fire it blown probably up or something yeah. they sent me a time bomb basically yeah
0: so yeah, I'm not. I'm not so caught up about that. Some people care about that stuff, but now no, that I, controller to me is worthless. Honestly, so. I
1: think that experience broke me of any need for a special day one controller of anything ever. That plus the Ouya. I mean, I was dumb enough to back the Ouya. Yeah, that was. I don't know why I did that, but like, it, it well, was, it was kind of
0: like the hot was, thing was, to try was the,
1: out crowdfunding. It was the early days of Kickstarter. Yeah. It was just like, oh, that's maybe maybe this is a thing. Cool. It's like nope. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of people, I think, learn a valuable it's a lesson. With horrible Ouya. mobile game dumping ground for garbage, and now I have a switch for that, so it's okay.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, so these kits come with a Chromecast Ultra to plug into your TV uh, and the limited edition dark blue controller. Uh, Stadia is saying that if you bought that stuff separately, it would retail for hundred and forty dollars, uh, like, and they're selling it for one thirty. Except you're the one who chooses the price on that. So right. What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they're trying to say you're getting a ten dollar deal by buying the stuff instead of buying it all a cart. You know, it's a better deal. Not buying. Not buying it at all. <laughs> uh, so they've they've promoted this thing as you know any platform anywhere. Uh, the only phone that's going to work with Google Stadia at launch is the is Google's Pixel phones. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, other phones, they're saying, you know, coming on whenever they can get them online. You cannot play games on your cellular plan. So you have to play them either by Wi-Fi or hardwired if you're playing them as playing it as a console. I like that of, the
1: cloud logo. That just looks like a cigarette. It does. Smoking that. <laughs> to me.
0: <laughs> That's true. Um, so, yeah, you're buying cloud-based games for full price. You're not renting them. Um, the Premier Edition is still available, while the Founder's Edition is sold out. So you can't get the blue controller anymore, but you can get basically the same package minus the controller mm-hmm. for the same price. Or you could just use your own controller and try
1: it for free when it goes up,
0: whenever. And yeah, so that only works. that will only work if you're playing on PC, right? Um, and it has to be plugged in. So at launch, they're also not going to have the Wi-Fi capability for controllers, mm-hmm. where it can read any controller and play wirelessly. The only way you're going to be able to play wirelessly at it's launch plugged into the computer, right? Or if you're using the Stadia controller, it's almost like it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not at all. And if you need further proof of the fact that it's not ready at launch, there are only going to be twelve games. Wow. And I have a list of the games here. I'll read through them very quickly. If none of them are Jade Raymond's games. So, I don't care. They're not. So yeah, listen to these and tell me if anywhere in here you hear a killer app or something that would convince you that you need to <laughs> jump in with Stadia. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Destiny 2, the collection. Basically all of Destiny 2. Guilt. Just Dance 2020. Kine. Mortal Kombat 11. Red Dead 2. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Samurai Showdown. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Thumper. And Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Thumper, that's, they're gonna
1: play Thumper on stream. Okay. Yeah, it's a music and rhythm game. There's a there's a, there's a test for
0: your. That's them showing thing. maybe that they have faith. I guess. I guess. Uh, Is there uh, anything in that list I just read that would convince you to spend 130 bucks? Well, no, because I own all of them already. Right. Everybody uh, does. Yeah. If I care about them, I, I own them or I played them at least. Yeah. So there's no killer app for this. No. What? What? Why would somebody? Why did anybody buy the Founder's Edition? I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I
1: I don't know why you do. I mean, until you see this. I mean, until you see this thing running properly and working properly, why would you throw any money at it at all? Yeah, because like, we've never seen it in the wild. Every time we've seen Stadia, Google has been controlling the demo. I mean, for God's sake, Disney Plus went down this morning. Yeah, like, like if that that's just a streaming service, what's this thing gonna do? I no, mean, I'm, fr- look, I'm I sure. I mean, it's, it's s- probably not gonna go down because too many people are using it. Let's be honest, but like. It's 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 a new kind of tech. It's a new kind of idea, and it's a thing that is unproven. And I'm absolutely sitting back and waiting to try it for free until I even think about it. I mean, yeah. also I'm not interested in it, but like, I'll try it because I assume we're gonna have to talk about it at some point. Yeah. If not- I if we if I wasn't on this show, I would never touch this. Yeah. At least in, if Jade Raymond's game comes out in however – I mean, it sounds like it might be years. Well,
0: point. she did – so that's another thing. But she like, did say over the last week that, yes, the big game that she's working on won't be here for a couple years. But once they get over that, like, 18-month mark, mm-hmm. they will have games regularly coming from their studios All right, so from so, then it Sounds point. like
1: maybe should have launched it 18 months from now. And,
0: look, we hear a lot of BS in the games industry. One person I do trust and believe is Jade Raymond.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean look – uh, As much as I think this is a non-starter ridiculous thing, I think, as I've said before, I think it's a a solution in search of a problem. Like, no one needs this. It only only concentrates more leverage and more power in the hands of the corporate. This,
0: before it goes away, this functionality, not there at launch. So all the YouTube cool stuff where people could watch you play and then join you, like, not going to be there at launch Of course
1: not. But, like, again, like, if Jade Raymond makes a game that looks interesting, you know, I will play anything she makes. Yeah, for sure. So... I'll I, be patient. I, I, can't, I can't promise I'd subscribe for it, but I, if you can play it for free, if that's the only way to play that game, maybe. It depends what it is. But I really like – I've liked pretty much everything she's ever worked on. So, yeah.
0: like, I, I'm not saying never, but I am saying probably 2021. Yeah. So there are 12 games at launch. Google is promising 14 more by end of year. So by the end of this year, you'll have 26 games available to play. If you haven't owned any consoles for the last five to I seven guess. years, then there's value. I don't know how many of those people are still out there. But then why there. do you even know what this is? Why do you know what it is? Why are you willing to spend 130 on something... That's just a controller and a dongle. When you can spend an extra hundred bucks and get a PS4, mm-hmm. and then you start saying, "Well, you get the first three months free, then you got to start paying ten dollars a month after that." Like, I mean, it's, I'm annoyed enough
1: when my internet goes down briefly and I don't have access to online features in a game, let alone access to the
0: game. I know, I know. Um, yeah, obviously a big get for them with Cyberpunk, but that game's not coming out till next year. No, uh, but I mean, around- you think
1: I'm playing that on streaming? You
0: are out of your damn mind, right? <laughs> Well, here's the other thing, though, is it's actually timed pretty well because it appears that when Cyberpunk goes online on Stadia, that's also when Stadia is going to, to launch the free tier mm. in 2020 uh, that's limited to 1080p, 60 frames per second, and stereo sound. I'm sure that will run very smoothly. It probably will. No, I mean, no, I mean like, when they, you launch
1: that and you make it free everyone's gonna try it yeah and you're not gonna be able to play cyberpunk because it's gonna go down it might, it
0: might get crunched um meanwhile so, I'll see you on the Xbox One X, yeah son yeah now on that free plan you need a 10 megabits per second of bandwidth to stream at 720p and you need 20 megabits per second to stream at 1080p mm-hmm. um I mean that's not most, unreason- that's fine that's yeah. not unreasonable yeah in this 1080p day and age. is gonna work fine for most people 4k 60 frames per second one i don't know why you if you have data cap don't do it because you'll go over your data cap in like four hours but even if you don't have a data cap i just i mean i'll say one thing no one's gonna be able to do anything else on your internet connection if you're playing stadia i mean i think i can probably do that i mean i get like 150 200
1: usually i mean it's supposed to be 300 but like in reality yeah that never happens um, you know, if you have fiber I'm sure it'll be fine but it's like again like I'm not worried about that so much as you know the latency and the, the reliability um, it's just you know it shuts your night down on that game if something goes wrong with their stuff
0: yeah and that would drive me bonkers because I have to set aside specific time to play games because I have so much other stuff I have to do I have to look at my schedule and mm-hmm. be like okay Monday from noon until 2 in the morning that's like I always play like and
1: it's just, you know, if I'm not going to get a that doesn't happen. If I'm not going to f- get a financial break on these things, then I'm not going to do that. Like I'm, yeah. like it like doesn't give me any advantage really. It uh, maybe maybe get nicer graphics or something for a little bit, but like I who cares if if it means I don't get the game. And like on top of that um I mean it's just going to be a th- it would end up being a thing that I'd play exclusives on really, just like Nintendo hardware. It's just yeah. like I would never buy a multi-platform thing for an in- for the Switch. I would only play Intended, First party. Stuff I can only play on that system. Yeah. And like, yeah, like I said, I might come to Stadia for an exclusive Jade Raymond game or an exclusive whatever they have. That I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Like, and know, then like, in
0: that case, you just subscribe uh, for a month. Subscribe
1: for a month at best. Yeah. Because like honestly, like 1080p is probably good enough for me. Yeah. On most of that. Yeah. Like I might. I still game in 1080p. Like I might subscribe, I for, I like I might subscribe for a month for a Jade game. Like, I would. Like yeah. just to play it in full. And in mail.
0: But like, and that would be it. Yeah.
1: yeah. But. uh... So, how do you think Stadia is
0: going to do? Come next Tuesday, do you think there's going to be any
1: buzz around it at all? I mean, it would surprise me if it did. I mean, there's just nothing there. I mean, this is, this is the softest of soft launches, yeah. really. Like, this, the, the features are not ready. your hardware is not ready. Like, you can't really
0: judge it yet. Your software is not ready. Like, you can't really judge it yet. So, yeah. I also remember this guy, by the way, who launched the Phil. PlayStation 3 and lied
2: mm-hmm.
0: per, to me personally. And to many other people, about how the launch was going to go, whether the games were real, there was all this subterfuge going on with him at the PS3 launch. So I, I'll be honest, I just don't trust him. <laughs> I mean, he lied to mm-hmm. my face in person-to-person interviews about like that about the bullshots that were in the PS3 debut mm-hmm. for like Killzone and all that. Yep. He in Motorstorm. He lied to my face about that. So yeah, I remember that. So I don't. I have... remember
1: Cessler. I was at an interview where Sessler asked him about that. He got very mad. Oh, I went after us. him.
0: At, I was at Dice, and yeah. I asked him
1: about it, and he got very confrontational. Yeah, we were... Because
0: I told him, I'm like, I don't believe you.
1: Yeah, we were at GDC. I think probably like a month after you did that, it was probably at GDC, and he was like, How? Why are you here, just coming after me? But we That's my job, truth. bro. We want to know the truth about. I know this. It was hard because it's understand. clearly not what's really happening it was obvious by that by that by that dice it was obvious that was not what was happening yeah
0: and he could he could have even told me look, look this wasn't my call you're right. right you're right like these games don't look like this right um, i mean i mean clearly especially but that, he did it. that era of sony lied.
1: it was just top-down orders from japan yeah you know like that was how it worked i mean we're to, this is the era of sony where people are like hey when you press the square button on the on the PSP, it doesn't work because you made the screen too big. It overlaps the thing, and then and then Kudaragi gets out and says, "We have made the most beautiful thing in the world. Please do not criticize it." Yeah, I mean, here's like, that the was thing Sony. Too. Then
0: here's the thing too. He could have told me one thing on camera, and then when the interview is over, pulled me aside and said, "Off the record, mm-hmm. this is what's going on." This, this that happens yeah. all pretty regularly, and he could have done that. Like I I had known him for like ten years at that point. Like we know we, we knew each other. It wasn't like who's this guy coming to interview yeah, me. It wasn't like
1: some blog showed up no. and started asking. No, back then or there
0: was only like ten outlets. Period. Yeah. Like he knew me. Especially that could get an interview with him. Right, and he could have pulled me aside after we were done and been like, "Look, I can't say this on camera, but you're right. Like, we're not telling the truth about this stuff. Blah blah blah." But he never did that. So my opinion of him is that he's sneaky and he is willing to at least mislead people a little bit. In the name of being successful with whatever business he's working
1: with. yeah, I mean, that's sales. That's marketing. That's how it works. That's why I keep saying, like, don't believe anything they say about this thing until you have it. The free version is available and you can try it for yourself. Yeah. Like, don't put any money towards this at all until you see how the free version works if anyone's signing up, if you because th- Google pulls the plug on shit all the time. Even big stuff like even this. Big th-
0: even big th- – I mean, Google Glass. I really don't – When's the last think... time you heard anything about Google yeah, Glass? I know. I really don't think they'll pull the plug on this, though, because I think even if the whole Stadia gaming streaming thing doesn't work out, they still have a storefront – Right. Where they can just sell PC games if they want to. So I think it'll always stick around in some Maybe, form. Maybe. I mean,
1: you'd think that about a lot of things they did, but they, yeah. get, they get rid of stuff. That's true. If they, don't, they don't want things that looks like it's, you know, bleh. You know, it's, it's – I could see them giving it a couple years, and if it's not doing what they want it to do, it's not a bragging point. They can
0: just slowly make it go away, and then you're going to lose all that money you spent on games on it. Here's what I predict. I predict a major pivot for Stadia within the first 12 months of launch. I don't see any other possible way. I mean, they're going to have to do something. And I also predict that what PAX says they should be doing, and I believe they should be doing, which is letting people pay for the time that they spend with games like a rental. I also think that they'll eventually pivot to at least have that as an option. Mm-hmm. It may not be it's that's the only, the only thing way that makes sense. It is. It totally is. Like and it's it's not even that hard to set the pricing for games. Like you can look at how no. big is this game. Not
1: at all. I mean I mean you can I mean the most obvious use of this tech and this setup is as a direct more convenient competitor Redbox. It is. Like
0: that's what it that's is. That's its play. I yeah. mean but they're not getting it. No. Like setting this up as, "Hey, this is really just well, be- another console." Like, right. no, that's well because the reason that the third
1: the, the publishers are interested is because of how much power it reconcentrates on their end. Yeah, they control everything in this situation. They they control distribution. It eliminates
0: piracy. That's why they're interested in it for for Asia. I'm also guessing they're getting a pretty good cut, maybe not probably. epic game store good, but probably pretty good because Google needs them on board. Yeah. And they're going to give them a deal to try to get them involved. But I still say it's not
1: really for us. It's it's targeted at China, it's targeted at India targeted at that part of the way. Play markets that they haven't been able to break into with physical hardware and physical software that would be easier to reach because the the internet infrastructure is there.
0: Yeah, they haven't been so. able to play a lot of these games. So that list that I read off, there's people in China and India that are like, Absolutely. "Those are brand new to me for sure." I've never had a chance. And to I play think those that's
1: games. where they're aiming. And like the, con- the you know, population in both those those areas is so huge that they and their very, economies are exploding. Yeah, they could very well have a hit on their hands from that those markets. It's true. And it doesn't matter what happens here. It's true.
0: Yep. So, so there you go. I stating, mean, we are
1: really coming at, you know, we, our criticisms of this really are coming at it from a position of North American privilege. For
0: sure. So, oh, yeah. Although I would argue that, you know, we have worse bandwidth and, like, broadband true. than I mean, a yeah. lot of these countries. So in some ways, I think we're a little more realistic about it. Although we don't have data caps as is, is prevalent as is one of our countries. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Europe... Tend- Europe
1: has a lot more data caps, yeah.
0: But it's starting to happen here. Comcast is... Inst- yep. The... Probably the United States' biggest supplier of broadband mm-hmm. is starting oh, to. That's, that's
1: the dream. For they're the already telecoms. testing
0: data caps in like five markets right now, and testing is just their way of saying they're coming. It's coming. Because you yeah. test data caps, everyone's going to complain. There's no testing data caps. If you really test yeah, no data one data that. your test results are going to be miserable. Yeah. Nobody's going to say, I love data caps.
1: Oh, finally, I don't get as much as i got before. Yeah. Like, like, that's absolutely what no I wanted. There's <laughs> no
0: testing that stuff. It's like, this is us saying it's coming, and we're trying to shoehorn you into it so yeah. it isn't a shock when we announce it. I mean,
1: the, the plus side on that is that that means that when and if that happens, whoever decides to not do that will win. So but Johnny he, Johnny Hurricane
0: saying he already has a data cap and he has to pay extra for yeah. unlimited. It happens. Yeah, I don't have a data cap it on my broadband. It, my phone does though. It depends because the
1: telecom companies have monopolies and in, in district, you know, regional monopolies. Same thing with the power company. That's why California kept getting their power cut off because of the fires. There's only one company. Because just PG&E and PG&E used all the money that they were going to use to repair their infrastructure to pay out to shareholders and executives. So instead of fixing their shit, they're just turning things off so their power lines don't start nor- any more fires buyers. so they don't get sued again for tens of millions of dollars like happened last time. Yep. Um, and that's what happens when you have unrestrained monopolistic capitalism. That's true. Yeah. Um, which is funny in a state that's always accused of being too liberal, but here we are. Yeah. Um, But that is basically similar to, I mean, obviously the telecom companies that provide internet are not going to start any fires probably, Um, but that is what they want. And if they get what they want, you are stuck with that because if, if, you know, if Comcast services you in the Bay area, that's it. There are no alternatives unless you want to go dish
0: like satellite internet. Yeah. In 10 years time, I doubt anyone will be able to pay for broadband in America that's uncapped.
1: I think you will. It'll just be. You exorbitant. think in ten years? I think. I, yeah, I think it'll just be an exorbitant fee.
0: Okay, you just mean you have to like Johnny said. Like no, you you have, have to pay, pay more can, every you month. You can pay for it. unlimited,
1: but you're gonna be paying like a couple hundred. You know what? What they think is about a little bit more than the average fees people pay for going over the cap. You know, right. like they're like, okay, you want to just pay your fee now, basically. Basically, that's what that is. Yeah. Um. And I'm my, gonna have to do that because that's just. That's it's just like just my, how it is. my
0: cell phone. I've been with AT and T for like twelve years. And I have been on their unlimited plan the entire time. Um, And I was grandfathered in when they started eliminating the unlimited plans. I was grandfathered in and I was supposed to keep getting it. Well, technically, I do still get an unlimited plan, except once I hit a certain threshold, they throttle me for the rest of the month. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my phone won't stop working, but my phone literally, I hit that cap in like two weeks usually. So for the last two weeks of every month, my phone works like crap. That's basically where okay. I'm at, and I'm paying unlimited I'm paying I pay like 120 some dollars a month for my cell phone. Wow. just me and they still after X number of gigs, they start throttling me. So mm-hmm. everything is just headed that direction and you're right if you if you're looking down the pipeline at stadia, it's going to be a problem. mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how prevalent caps are. In I mean, unless other they intend to
1: pair this with like, with like Google Fiber, right? If they, they want to like resurrect that, but they had initiative. kind of given up on Google, Google Fiber already. As I said, again, they another wanna, initiative they gave. They want to resurrect that initiative. I mean, and, and you know, people say like, oh, I don't think they give up on Stadia after they put something. They were digging up the planet to put actual Fibered cables in. in the middle of. No- I mean, they were they were they were digging shit up to put things in for fiber, and then they just stopped. they gave up. Yeah, like they did most of Kentucky and then went home. Yeah, basically. Kentucky should be happy though. Yeah, because I
0: mean, <laughs> otherwise they'd never have internet like that. Thank you,
1: Google. So, yeah, like Google will abandon an enterprise if they think it's not its you know, long term prospects aren't good. Absolutely. Yeah, and like you I mean, there's that there's that site that has all the dead thing. Looking through that is fascinating because there's all these things that I, I I'd forgotten about. That they, they but even I remember. Announced. Oh, at the time that was like everyone's like, oh, that's the next big. You remember when people thought Google Wave was going to yeah. be the next thing?
0: Who boy. Yeah. I mean, they tried to launch a competitor to Facebook. I mean, yeah. they've tried everything, and they bailed on all of it.
1: So I still don't even know what Google Wave really was. I don't either.
0: I have no I idea. I think that was sort of a it was like a Slack kind of thing. Oh, semi. I don't know. No clue. I don't even heard of it. <laughs> so there you go. That's Google Stadia. It comes out in seven days, exactly seven days. Uh, if you want to jump in, it is 130 bucks. You can't get the founders edition, but you can get the other like pre-release premium edition. You won't get the blue controller, but, but don't. But don't just, do but that. just don't yeah i mean really at the end of it all just don't yeah wait
1: for next year when they do the free option and see how it works
0: what's the earliest you think google would ever pull the plug on this like 2022 okay so you think at the very least they'll give it a i think give it two years yeah that sounds about right there you go google stadia launching next tuesday um probably won't talk about it on the show our impressions of it it'll probably be the following week uh, because it will have just launched and there's no really early access people were on a beta for stadia mm-hmm. but they haven't really sent out like hey here's stuff for the press so people can play it early and have their reviews ready we'll see um, they haven't said anything to us at least and we have been in touch with them so i don't know maybe some reviews will start popping up but chances are we won't be able to tackle it until episode after next and we'll do that then all right let's move along we're going to talk next about sony santa monica I don't know if there's a studio on the planet right now that I'm a bigger fan of than Sony Santa Monica. Yeah, they're up there. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, they created the latest God of War reboot. Uh, in my opinion, one of the best games of this generation. Definitely my game of the year. For the year it came out. Mm-hmm. Last year. Uh, yep. And... uh The official Twitter account for Sony Santa Monica has been posting some pretty interesting stuff over the last week. Uh, Corey Barlog kind of kicked things off with this cryptic Morse code-like tweet. Um, He changed all the profile images for his social media to images of like space stations and things Mm -hmm. like that. And then the Morse code that he tweeted out was something something S-I-E, like 55U-S-S-I-E. So people are assuming that that's like Sony Entertainment, you know, for the end of it, but people can't figure out what the first kind of call numbers are. And so people are freaking what out. Is it, S-S-I-E? S-S-I-E or S-I-E? S-I- well, S-I-E is Sony International Entertainment. Yeah. Or S-E-I. Sony, what, what it's not Sony S-E-E-A anymore. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Anyway, the last three letters were related to Sony, and they can't figure out what the rest of it is. So people are freaking out that... Sony Santa Monica is in fact not going to create another God of War next. That it's going to do something else. And there's an argument. Obviously, there's a lot of people who want them to do God of War. There's some people who want them to do something new and maybe put God of War on the back burner. What what would your take be? What would you prefer that they do? Uh, whatever they want to do, they can do. Like, okay. I don't. I will. T- I
1: mean, Sony Santa Monica is one of the strongest track records of any developer in the in the world. Uh, maybe second only to Insomniac. But Insomniac did make Fuse. Like, I don't I, Like, Sony Santa Monica can pretty much do no wrong. It's never made eyes. a bad game. So, like, if they want to make God of War 2, awesome. If they want to do something else, awesome. Like, I don't care as long as they keep making stuff, frankly. Um, or, God of War 2 is going to be really different. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Kratos goes to space. <laughs> um,
0: hey, Jason did it. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Is,
1: is like And that was absurd. <laughs> uh, that's more something you do when you're really out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you never know. I mean, you know, they could go full ancient aliens with it. But uh, God of War is pretty, pretty solidly rooted in magic, so I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that. But, like, if, like... He could do something Corey's like
0: got, what I, Jaffe did with him. Yeah. Where Jaffe kind of handed it off to a new director and worked on other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I definitely
1: feel like there's enough bandwidth at Sony Santa Monica to do more than one thing at a time. Obviously, Corey has to focus on one thing. Uh, I would prefer if you're we going to split your focus like that, you focus on God of War. But, um... I'm sure God of War 2 is in pre-production at the very least. Like, they know where they're going. I mean, they they clearly intend to make another one if you play the end of the the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm sure that's coming. Oh, that's a huge cliffhanger at the end. I'm sure that's coming. But, like, if they want to do something different, want to give me some space stuff, I do love space stuff. So I'm not going to argue with that. Like, if you can – especially if it's going to be kind of like you end up sort of coincidentally creating this, like, sort of battle between um, whatever they
0: make – and Starfield no. like around the same time right. release. Like, that would be kind of interesting. It would, in fact. Uh, what I really want to tackle with this topic, though, is what is the right timing for a sequel? Um, do I you think, think it's it would be smart for them to just follow up immediately with another God of War? Or do you think it would be smarter for them to take three years to build something else and then come back with a sequel to God of War?
1: I think it would be more helpful if you don't take too long like i feel like six years is too much um because at a certain point you're going to have people that really like the other one sort of aging out of the ability to play a game that heavily it did do so well though it did but like remember one of the reasons i think it did well is because it spoke to the current mainstream audience so much in terms of dad of war yeah or or uh dad of boy as people like to (laughs) term it and like if you want to continue to strike when that iron is hot, I think the most important way to time God of War 2 is to try to make it come out when that audience's children are the same age as Atreus <laughs> in the new game. Interesting. Interesting. Like if you like I, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely serious about this. If you want to keep that thing to keep this this is a sequel to be as relevant to that same audience that made it a big hit uh what you want to do is to continue to follow them in their sort of real life parenting journey and make sure that w- that whenever it comes out their kids that they identified with as being from Kratos kind of the Kratos Atreus relationship make sure Atreus is that age is the age of their kids now like like almost a real time thing so if you want to make Atreus like a teenager in the next game like old enough to sort of take the mantle yeah you probably want to wait a little longer because you want to have the the people that that identified with Kratos so strongly and, and sort of like got into this God, dad of war thing, you want them to be raising teenagers at the time.
0: Now, that phrase, strike while the iron's hot, it applies to almost every form of business. Like, mm. you got something that everybody wants, you, you get on it, you make it, you give them more of it. Is that the case with games, though? Particularly in 2019, where we, have, we typically, now God of War's not one of them, but we typically have games that you buy... And then they're sustainable for the next year and a half or whatever. I think it depends on the game. I mean, I think this this game
1: at the very least proves that God of War people will come back for God of War. Absolutely. No matter how long the wait is, it's evergreen. Yeah. Um, As long as you give them something worth playing, which means not Ascension. Yeah. Um, The game, the one everyone forgets. Yeah. Um, I think Gears of War did the same thing, but you see the the result in both Gears of War and God of War uh, of sort of striking too often. Uh, You ended up with Ascension, and you ended up with Judgment. Yeah. The two games that didn't sell
0: tremendously well, and nobody really
1: remembers. I mean, Um, even
0: beyond that, though, I mean, you know, God of War, I think the second one was the best-selling, because the first one was mm kind of underground- People figured out it was awesome. Then the second one sold through the roof. But then you kind of see it. The a second cas- one
1: was on PS2, too. It right, just, It had right. such an install base it to did. work with. It, was it did. was a PS2.
0: But then you start seeing kind of the cascading down of sales mm-hmm. for the franchise, yeah, not just for judgment.
1: Yeah, but- I mean, but also for 3. But the problem with 3 was also it was on the less popular system at the time. Yeah. Um, which didn't say, stay the same forever. And I'm glad they remastered it on PS4. But um, also, I think God of War 3 wasn't as good as 2. Uh, I think it has one of the most impressive opening 30 minutes in the history of video games, and then it never gets that good again. No, you're right. Um, yeah. It was kind of front I almost stopped playing it during the Hades maze. Uh, it was. Re- I thought that was really boring.
0: I remember um, Adam got stuck on the one boss fight and couldn't beat it. The one that took one place that? on, like, the bridge or whatever, that suspended walkway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember he reached out to me and was like, can you help me? And I was like, just do this. And he's like, I've been doing that. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I can't help you. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but do you think in general that it's good to wait now before you kind of put out a sequel? Like, I don't think putting out a sequel every two years is the right tactic in this day and age,
1: I mean, I, I think it's uh, especially the quality that people expect now from like the AAA market. Like, I don't think you can get that in two years. Really. I think Tomb Raider is uh, another example. Tomb Raider definitely suffered from that. I think I think three years is good because like just in terms of like you know if you if you catch someone who's like you know seventh or eighth grade, get that thing out in three years and they're not graduated from high school yet, so you still kind of get... once I think I think you lose a lot of
0: people when you go to college because they don't have the disposable income. And they all just things. play one game. Yeah, they play like when one I was thing. in college, we played NHL ninety four every day, right. all day. We had records put up on a poster board on the wall with who had the best record. Like when you're in college you find that one game that everybody plays mm-hmm. because then you get competitive at it and you want to find out who like the champ is or whatever. Because yeah,
1: you forget that like certainly I think we forget that like four years is an eternity oh, to, yeah. to the
0: to the target demographic on a lot of these. Games. I mean, that's their entire college career. Yeah, that's their entire life. I right mean, I'm getting to the age now where I'm starting to look at games that come out and I'm like, "Well, I ever played the sequel before I die?" Yeah. I'm not joking. Like there are, you know, some franchises that like maybe were gone for a long time, they came back, they didn't do well. I'm like, "Well, I'm probably not going to play another one of those before I'm gone." Like I mean, I don't know about that. I don't The only game I think that about on any regular basis is Star Citizen. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is going to be out. Like when the No, I'm saying when the next one comes out. I don't know that I'll play another one before I die. I mean, I'm like, po- I'm starting to think about mm-hmm. that stuff. It'll be close. You
1: think? Yeah. I mean, statistically, we should live to the 2050s or so. Well, I mean,
0: like, I also know that you can die at any time. Well, sure. So that's probably but, flavoring my opinion a little bit. that's true of anything. Yeah.
1: You know, that's, yeah. But, I mean, statistically, you're probably going to live until the 2050s. And I'm pretty sure they'll get GTA Seven out between 2025. <laughs> we'll see. And, you have 25 <laughs> years; they'll get an, they'll get seven out yeah. at some point. i promise. Although the question does become: Is what's left to do with GTA
0: right. in seven? Like, yeah. What will there be? But uh, yeah, this. I mean, this. I honestly think we're getting to a point where, like, a new game in the series every four or five years is the right call. Yeah. I think otherwise, you just lose I think, audience. I think, actually,
1: I think the sweet spot is like two per generation like, I, so uh, like two, every three
0: and a half four years.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, this didn't work out because this came out late in the PlayStation 4's life. Yeah, but I would like to see God of War two II and three before the end of the PS Five.
0: Like they could have done that with they can do that with Zelda with the
1: Switch. I think they yeah they, they will. I mean, we're getting the Breath of the Wild sequel probably. I'm thinking
0: next year, early year after. Well, we'll definitely see it at E3. So yeah. it could be next holiday season. Who knows? Yeah, it's not impossible.
1: Um, so I think we you know I think two two installments of your major franchises per. system is sort of a good rule of thumb and it's going to be even easier to do that now that like you know like there's a non-zero chance that like you know the sequel to this could also run on ps4 yeah
0: that's depending on how far out it is
1: yeah i think we're Um, definitely
0: going to see sales of games go up
1: yeah because you'll you're not you won't be abandoning that install base anymore i mean
0: i think publishers are just going to be making more money on games than ever before Hopefully. Like, per, I mean, on a per-game basis. There's because no other way be, to
1: sustain these budgets. So. Yeah.
0: There's so many other ways. So maybe not first-party stuff as much, but third parties are going to be loving it, man. There are so many more outlets for them to distribute their games now. Yeah. So, it's... It's going to be a boon for them, and maybe it offsets some of the sales that you lose due to a due to the lack of enthusiasm that you may have because the game just came out. Maybe with a bigger install base, they kind of offset the fans who aren't willing to buy it every two imagine, years. Imagine,
1: even if you've got, like, six guys, imagine fucking with this dude. Imagine trying to fight Kratos. Oh, I know. yeah, I think we can take him. Are he's, you got, he's got an axe f- the size
0: of my torso. And he's a foot and a half <laughs> taller than you. And he has weapons. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, as soon as you see that axe glow, yeah, run. Yeah, done. I'm out. See ya. Please don't kill me on the way out the yeah. door. <laughs> and he will. Run. Yeah, exactly. He'll throw the axe. He'll be the last one out of the room. and It'll pin you to, like, the door jam or whatever. But at least the last thought you'll ever have is, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> as you see the, the axe see go, flat and yeah. back into his hand. Like, oh, wow, he can do that. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we've settled on three to five years. I think three, yeah. But I think I mean, we're both agreeing. But don't go
1: super crazy. I mean, there's also room for if you want to churn stuff out. Like, I mean, obviously the Assassin's Creed games show that that can still work as long as you, like, take a break to keep it fresh once in a while. Like, I don't think Odyssey suffered from being a year after Origins. Um, but I also think it's a good thing that they have decided to take a break this year and make the Viking one something with a little more spin on it. You yeah. Know? Like, that's the trick. is And I think they learned that the hard You know, Ubisoft learned that the hard way, I think, with Breakpoint this year. Um, it's it's just getting, and it's part of this sort of ongoing thing about where you know there's no such thing as too big to fail in this industry anymore. Like you you know you spend so much on each thing in the AAA space that one one bomb, thing yeah one bomb could be life or death.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, or at least
1: a very angry shareholder meeting.
0: And that's that's part of it too. Like I'm sure the publishers even know. Okay, if we put out this next game two years after the last one, it's going to sell less, but it's still going to sell, yeah,
1: and it gives us something and, to put on the investors' call. Right. And so our look quarter at all the revenue. Gonna,
0: right. Our yeah. quarter isn't going to look completely empty and bereft of any value. So there's a lot that goes into it. I think just selfishly as a player, um, I'm good going to a universe like once every three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, more than that to me, it just starts to lose its shine a little bit. And I, when you do that, you start to lose your enthusiasm, and then you start to lose that evangelical marketing part of it where you have people who love it going out and telling other people to buy it, which I know for a fact happened a lot with God of War. I've been one of those people who have evangelized this to my friends when they buy consoles. They're like, what should I buy? I'm like, buy mm-hmm. God of War. Your first game should be God of War. Um, and I think when you're putting stuff out that frequently, you kind of lose that pin action that you would get normally. Yeah. And
1: I like the, the 3 year cycle is good enough. I mean, It's
0: plenty of time to make a high quality game as I well. I feel like we're about to see that with Horizon. Yeah. That's true. Yep. So there you go. I'm interested to hear what other people think. There are some people who maybe just love franchises and are like, you know what? I'd be okay if they came out every year, as long as I'm getting more I mean, of I, what
1: I like. I was, I have mostly been okay with an Assassin's Creed every year. It was kind of an October ritual. Yeah, I mean, the they
0: cheat a little bit because they have different teams working on stuff. Yeah, but, but like, would I consider they're all different I, enough? But
1: I, would I put like an any Assassin's Creed game on the level of what God of War is? Probably not. No, like Sony's first party stuff, especially from San, Sony Santa Monica, are boutique. Yeah, um, you know, they're they're. they're they're unrealistic. They're a top,
0: yeah. Level f- yeah they're a top level.
1: They're a five thousand dollar tailored suit. Yeah. Where to like, you know, to Assassin's Creed is more of an off the rack men's warehouse. Yeah. Gonna Third thing. party publishers and are they, never going to. And you're going to look good, I guarantee game. it. Yeah. But one of them got you know, th- th- one of them feels a little better to have on.
0: Yeah. You're going to like the way you look. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but maybe not quite so much as you do when Sony Santa Monica makes your suit. Exactly. Yeah. But, and that's why I' mean we can, what we're talking about anymore but most
0: publishers can't spend six years making a right. game is what I was getting at like you're just not gonna see third parties doing right this kind unless of you stuff. have
1: like so many teams you don't know what do. you know you have multiple things in the fire but you need income every year yep it's like how you know
0: can't have everyone sell
1: all their stock yeah you know, like you, you it's how we continually wonder how Bethesda is still alive yeah it's you know? a good point yep
0: all right let's move on but they gonna- are taking longer than anyone so yeah it's true that's true. All right, we're going to talk next about PlayStation. Um, PlayStation. PlayStation has been the leader for this entire generation. It has done seemingly everything right. Can you remember anything that it did poorly or or wrongly? I mean, PlayStation View wasn't great. I mean... But uh, it didn't hurt them. I mean, if you had PlayStation View, you thought it was awesome because you're getting a suite of cable channels for a third of the price you right, would spend on cable. but it didn't cable.
1: like it didn't really do what they needed it to yeah, do. Yeah, it, it wasn't sustainable. But uh, it didn't hurt them. Right. I mean, most, the reason it didn't succeed is most people didn't even know it existed. Right, so.
0: yeah. But other than that, like, related to games, can you think of any missteps Sony's had this generation? Not really. I mean, I'm not a fan of charging me for cloud saves, but that's about it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But that's just rolled into your PlayStation it's just Plus just little minor way. things. Yeah. yeah. It's not too big of a deal. Uh, so you hear often the phrase, like the lower third says, if it ain't broke... Don't mm-hmm. fix it. But Sony has decided to completely upend the Apple oh, the co- chat.
1: Chat points out crossplay. That's true. Oh, they, they're, refi- they're, they're re- re- stubbornness on dragging its feet on crossplay.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean they they, did they, they still did it. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> so, but Kicking point, and screaming. point taken. But, I mean, that that is true. That is one where they did not read the audience. Yeah, the right way or the way that it should have. But otherwise, a little bit of arrogant Sony from old. Sneaking yeah, yeah. in yeah. But otherwise, it's basically just been a home run derby for Sony. Yeah. The balls are coming in. They're whacking them way over the fence, and the crowd's cheering. So this, the last couple weeks, Sony has basically announced that it is completely restructuring PlayStation, how it's run. And we heard this. Like, the first thing we heard was, okay, some people are getting shuffled around. Sean Layden mysteriously disappeared. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. they didn't say why Sean Layden had disappeared, but we did kind of guess that maybe there's some big shuffling going on there. It appears now that that was absolutely the case because PlayStation has completely restructured how it's going to do things. And I think most people wouldn't care that much until the latest announcement was made. And that is that Shuhei Yoshida is stepping down as the head of Worldwide Studios and the head of Guerrilla Games is taking his job. Shu is going to be working on an indie initiative going forward. Um, I was talking to Pactor about this when we were shooting on Friday, and we both came to the agreement that it was a demotion for Shu. Um, No matter how you slice his new job, it's a step down from what he was doing before. Because before, Mm -hmm. he was running all the studios around the world. He was in control of all the first-party stuff for PlayStation, and now he's just trying to get indie stuff onto the platform. So, And I want to make sure I get his name right. Uh, The fellow from Guerrilla Games who made the movie is Herman Holst. Um, People may remember Guerrilla Games um, in particular, other than the fact that they've made great games. Uh, Guerrilla Games' engine has kind of turned into the de facto first-party engine for PlayStation. So Death Stranding was built on Guerrilla's engine. Um, Which they gave to Kojima on a flash drive. Right. And said, please use it. Please use it, yeah. Just gave it to him. I was like, just take it and, and make it work. Um, the other part of it, too, is that um, he he had been, like, I believe the vice president of Worldwide Studios at one point. I don't know. I think he was. He had, like, a, a high-ranking job across PlayStation in general. He wasn't always just, like, the Gorilla Games mm-hmm. dude. Um, so he has had experience working in this. So it's not, like, crazy that, uh, that he would get the job. It's crazy that you would move Shu out of that job. After all the success you have had with your first parties over the last seven, mm-hmm. eight years. Maybe Shu wanted a, le- a lower pressure job? That's possible, actually. Shu's a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and he's if a unha- mellow dude. If they're unhappy with I mean, I know it is a demotion, you know, technically. But, like, if they're unhappy with him, I feel like he would have gotten Sean Layton.
0: Yeah, and know? he'd just be gone.
1: Yeah. Although there is the, the Japanese tradition of not wanting to fire someone who's been there forever out of respect. So you give them a shitty job and until, hope that the, they, until quit. they quit because they get bored, basically. Right. I mean, it doesn't sound like the job he'd be doing now is bored. Yeah. It would be boring.
0: I mean, it's certainly much lower stakes. Lower, but like that can be a nice
1: break after running Worldwide Studios for how I many. I mean, he whipped this thing into shape in a way that no one else ever has. I Which mean, is
0: why I'm saying, why are you changing?
1: I mean, I, that's the other. It's like, I feel it, it's gotta be, like, I'm tired (laughs) in some way. Like, like, I don't know what... Obviously, you don't know internal politics at Sony, but, like, I don't know... I can't think of a reason you'd be unhappy with the job he's done.
0: I'm just wondering if, because Gorilla's engine is becoming kind of this first party thing, if he's just the best guy for the job at this point. Mm -hmm. I mean, my guess is he knows the engine better than anyone other than the guy who built the engine. Yeah. I mean, the other... I mean, I guess the only question I'd have in terms of
1: that is, like, could it possibly be related to the fact that they ended up in this weird situation where, like, they had no first party content to spend the last of the two first, years? For the last year or so? Um, well, I, that, I mean, last year was amazing first party content. Yeah. It's God of War. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, and the, what was the other thing? Spider Man. Yep. Um, This year, if, every, you know, there's a weird, it's been this weird, awkward phase like, yeah, Days Gone came out and we got Death Stranding coming along. And then we but. got uh, you know Last of Us, but then it got pushed to May. Like there's a, there's a kind of a desert of content here in it, and you could theoretically, if you're a real hard ass, yeah, like see, who's that, managing these see that as a mismanagement. where, are like we've got this whole stretch where we got nothing, yeah. or it appears we have nothing, um, and then we have to kind of play play keep away and play tap dance uh, distraction while we wait for the new system to launch. Because it doesn't make sense to launch these huge projects without also helping our new hardware. Um, I can I could see how that would be kind of like "Mm, we're not super we're happy with the creative work you've done but we're not super happy with how you've scheduled this all out and now we're in kind of a weird position and we're going to have to come back to E3 next year or something and explain why we were gone last year like there could be a bunch of like awkward you know awkwardness is a really big thing in Japanese business yeah yeah for sure um, maybe that could be part of it like I don't know I I mean I don't know I, I have no insight of of note into. Sony's internal business practices and politics, but that would be the only thing I could think of because otherwise, Sony first party content is
0: like top of mind to it's me. It's like at all the time. best. Yeah, yeah. No question. Yeah. I can't understand why they, because the other part about it too is a part of doing that job is being an ambassador. Mm-hmm. You need to go to these studios and one, you need to let them know that you know what the hell you're talking about and you know what the hell you're doing. And then two, you got to guide them and you have to have them buying in to whatever you're telling them to do. Shoo to me. Would be a god at that. His mm-hmm. his disposition, the way he deals with people, he's exactly the type of person you want doing that. Um, I have talked to the guy from Gorilla a couple times. I think Killzone for PlayStation Three was the last time I talked to him, and he's a good guy and he speaks great English, which is important um, if you're going to be working with a lot of studios that where English is their first language. But he's not charismatic. Um, he was friendly enough, but he was a little bit standoffish. Like, I don't know. He just, he doesn't seem like the perfect guy to fill that role. It seemed like they already had the perfect guy doing that, John. Uh, Shu also obviously big with the Japanese guys. You know, having that ambassador to talk to the Japanese developers, try to get them to create exclusive stuff for you. I mean, I'm sure Shu had a big part in Kojima coming over to PlayStation, for instance. So, you don't have him in that position. You kind of lose out on some of those opportunities, but maybe... Although, whether that is something to brag about... And ja- Yeah, maybe, you know, you know, Japan's relevance in the gaming industry isn't what it used to be. So maybe, you know, Herman in Europe is the better play now. Him mm-hmm. getting European studios on board with PlayStation is more important than getting the Japanese guys on. I hate to say that, but it's probably the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... And also, like, the Japanese... Companies are on board with PlayStation anyway. Right. No matter what, they're, if they're making a console game, it's going to be for PlayStation. Yeah. There's, It's just the way it is. Um, and then maybe you get Switch in there as well. Uh, Xbox is always going to be the X, the X factor with mm-hmm. Japanese developers. It just always will be. It's just the way it is. Um, do you think this is a good move by PlayStation? I really don't know. I mean, I
1: definitely like Guerrilla Games... And how they've sort of you know reinvented themselves with Horizon and yeah. moving forward and kind of digging themselves out of that uh, kill zone pit, uh, which is a series I've never liked once, um, not for lack of quality, but just because it's it just never felt like its own, it never felt like its own man, basically. I, if, if that makes any sense. No, it makes total sense. Um, so like I, I I'm kind of I. I like his creative approach to things. Uh, As an ambassador, you may be right. But, like, in terms of someone kind of running the uh, choices in what content gets made, like, I could find worse ideas than letting the guy who thought Horizon was a good idea be the man.
0: He's also the guy who thought Killzone was a good idea for years and years.
1: Yeah, well... I mean, you could see. I can see why you'd think that because PlayStation didn't really have anything like Halo, which is it was what, what they were directly trying to do was Halo. Um, I think Insomniac tended to outdo them with the Resistance games at the same time on the PS3. Um, I don't know how widespread that opinion is. I think um, it's
0: probably split down the middle. I guess is.
1: I mean, certainly, certainly, uh, Killzone devil- delivered more of these standard multiplayer experience people wanted from something like a Halo killer, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I just always thought Resistance was a more interesting series. Um, Agree, but uh, I mean I don't think it's a bad pick. Also, I don't know the guy. I don't know much about his track record beyond that. But they must see something there. So, Sony hasn't made a whole lot of poor staffing decisions from the high level, at least in terms of their PlayStation division. <laughs> I'm not, we're not talking about the movie division here. Um, I mean, who is that, is that? Active is that Uncharted movie ever getting made? Who knows?
0: <laughs> it's on what? It's like fifth director now or I whatever. Think five directors now, yeah. I mean, who who goes on stage for a PlayStation now to introduce the PlayStation Five? Cerny. Guess, <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, Cerny is actually the answer to that, probably. Yeah, Her, but I guess Her, Her, Herman is the is the new dude. That seems weird. Maybe. I mean, again,
0: he can speak pretty good English. It's not his first language. Well, I'm
1: sure if, if you're taking this job, I'm sure he's working on it. Yeah. Um. But is that, where is where are they? From, Netherlands. Yeah. I mean, they, they speak like four languages. They do anyway. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sure he he just brush up on his. On, on his english lessons from back in the day and he'll be fine
0: yeah it'll be interesting
1: to see who one way or the other it's gonna be though. better than the cyber world guy so
0: yeah can't no can't get out that bad again at least yeah. i would hope not although i don't know i don't want to put sony up to that um so you don't think we'll see any changes you don't think maybe we'll see less like asian influence stuff i mean i think we already see that yeah I mean, it's already kind of gone to the Sony's West first party
1: is very heavily Western focused yeah. at this point. Like, you don't see a ton of 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 Japanese Japanese games out of them in terms of their AAA content. And if
0: you look back at the ones that were released for PlayStation Four, they bombed. I'm trying to think now. Like, what? There was a couple. It wasn't called Dusk Diver. It was called What was the one with the girl who can like fly? Oh Gravity Rush. Yeah, Gravity Rush. I mean,
1: I like those games a lot, but they were, No like, No one knows about those games.
0: Right. But that was a PlayStation 4 exclusive yeah. that came from Japan. I'm guessing Shu probably shepherded that and it mm-hmm. tanked. I mean, it
1: Those games are You great. don't fire somebody if over that, have, but If you haven't played the Gravity Rush games, get on it. Like you they're can get really those for good. like 10 can, see, now, Yeah, too. the next Sony sale they're on sale, like get like, at least the first the remastered version of the first one cuz that was on Playsta- uh, that was on Vita or something. That was yeah. like a handheld
0: or PSP, but like yeah, Gravity Rush is great. Yep, but it bombed. Yep, so, it did. And I'm guessing Shu had a lot to do with that. Oh, uh, It's not uh, a reason you fire somebody, but... Who makes Knack?
1: I mean, I Cern- Cerny's involved in that, but who, who is the Oh, developer? what is this studio? That's in Japan. I think That's it's uh, Tokyo Studio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not exactly burning the charts up. No. Knack has its fans. I mean, Knack
0: was just a tech demo, basically. But it doesn't explain Knack 2. It doesn't. <laughs> But Other than the fact that they're like, well, we have got a studio sequel. here. Yeah. That game got a sequel. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, but yeah. when the, the, the god, the professor of the PlayStation right. makes a game and makes your hardware, you're probably going to let him make a sequel. Yeah. Just saying. If only for the goodwill. Just for him to not leave. He's oh, been there for a long time. It's
1: but. all, all going to come together in NAC 3 <laughs> PlayStation 5. is all leading up.
0: Third time's the charm. So anyway, just something to keep an eye on. Uh, As we kind of move into Generation 9, who's going to be fronting PlayStation, who's going to be making sure that they have that staple of first-party exclusives that Mm -hmm. really kind of floated the boat for PS4, Uh, and who's going to be the face of PlayStation now? It'll be interesting to see. Knack. Knack. (laughs) Cerny is going to build a real (laughs) Knack. He could. He's smart enough. Cerny will reveal that he is Knack. (laughs) That's also possible. Uh, okay, let's move on. We're gonna talk next about Smash Bros. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Um, this week there was a new DLC character released for Smash Brothers, and when that happens, there's always like a back and forth with Sakurai. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of one of his interviews, somebody asked him why they have not brought Mai to Smash Brothers yet, and his response was, that Smash Brothers needs to be a game that's good for boys and girls." I thought it was said for good, bo- good, good boys, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically insinuating that my is a little too risque for Smash Brothers. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. But don't you think that I mean Bayonetta's in the game?
1: Yeah, but Bayonetta's entire personality doesn't revolve around her bouncing boobs.
0: Would you say that about Mai? More or less, yeah. Really?
1: That is why she's popular, because she, like, when, she, that, when that game first came out, I was like, holy crap, look at that.
0: Well, yeah, after she wins, she does that bounce or whatever. Yeah. I
1: mean, uh, that was what her nickname was in the arcades, was "My Bouncy. Right, right. And, I mean, they, he clarified after that that, like, the, he's like, the reason she's not in there is because if we put her in there without altering her, uh, we would have to have our rating bumped up from 0A. Right. In, in Japan. And if we did alter her, people would scream until bloody murder. Do you so, think so, though? abso fucking lootly. Really? No question. Look how much screaming there was about Tifa wearing a sports bra, for God's sake. Yes, there would be screaming if you altered her outfit. Why was that not the case for
0: Bayonetta? Because Bayonetta's not mostly naked.
1: Yeah, she is. She's covered in hair. She's covered in hair. It's not the same. But you play
0: the game. It. She's basically naked at multiple parts through the game. I mean, that's what they play on it. They, it's, like, use her hair just to cover up the parts yeah, that... Yeah, but for a couple of
1: frames, like, she's just sitting there with her tits hanging out the whole time, bouncing back and forth. Like, I, she's not even a particularly interesting character to play. Terry is the face of that series, unless you can't count Geese Howard. It's like, Terry or Geese yeah. are your, is your pick And for Terry's king already of in there, yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly who should be in there. And also, like, I think you've seen an issue with, like... It's very interesting to see uh, when Terry went live where everyone's sort of like having trouble doing his inputs because he, he kept most of his inputs from he's the game. he's different from Smash. Yeah. Similar, similar to Ryu, but more so because he's using... Uh, you because know, Smash doesn't inputs.
0: use the typical fighting game inputs. No,
1: well, because the problem is like it's very hard to do those moves on an analog stick. Right. And this Smash doesn't let you use this the the D-pad for movement. So you basically, you know, there's a lot of people I, I've seen who want to use the D-pad to play Terry, and they can't because Smash doesn't let you do that. Yeah. Um, And I understand that. Like, I like that they kept, you know, the fighting game characters, they mostly keep the the movesets more or less to keep it true to the character, which is cool. Um, But, yeah, you you might need to put in some new controller options to let those characters be a little more playable because, I mean, at least you're not trying to do it with an N64 stick. But, like, uh, I can absolutely see it being frustrated trying to do a fireball motion properly on, on the analog stick over and over again. And with, uh, with, Ter- with uh, Terry, he's got even more, you know, he's got the full half-circle right. stuff. And, like, it's, uh, you know, King of Fighters always had slightly more input uh, demands than uh, Street Fighter did. At least until Street Fighter started adding all the crazy super moves.
0: What about, uh, like, Zero Suit Samus, though? like well, she's just in a tight outfit i and mean there's, and there's no she's ba- naked there's, but she's blue and there's no bouncing that's yeah. part of it is like, that really it, what the you think that's what it is the the bouncing, bouncing
1: yeah the bouncing is considered the titillation. like if you're just showing samus is, is in a tight outfit but that's just what she looks like you know it's like she's a she's a woman in a in a form fitting aerobics suit, i mean she's basically, basically naked but blue well, you could say that about anybody. Like, gymnasts, too. like that's, Yeah, it, I mean, look. that's true. They are basically naked, but they have a leotard yeah, on. Yeah, but like, there's, it's just what she's wearing. It's not specifically there for titillation. Mai's entire reason for being is to say, look at her tits. Huh. I've like, never got point. that
0: from that character at all. Are you kidding me? No. she's in. She's been in, like, five different franchises. You
1: well, she's s- been in Fatal Fury the whole time, I mean, which became King of Fighters. Right. But like, that was her whole appeal in the very first game she was in. Which I, I had,
0: never looked at it that way. I just. What? Well, she's f- a ninja.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's a ninja with huge boobs. They all are though. They all have huge. But she boobs. Le- she's leaning forward so you can see down her her kimono <laughs> and like they're bouncing back. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole reason she was like notable. That's why no one remembered anybody else in that damn game. I never remembered her for that. I just remembered she was a ninja well, girl. We found the one, everyone. <laughs> Apparently.
0: <laughs> I look forward to you defeating Agent Smith. <laughs> So you don't have any problem with them not putting her in Smash? No.
1: I think one one representative is fine, and if I was going to pick one representative from Fatal Fury King of Fighters, it would be Terry. I'd agree with that. Terry's the face of the franchise. See, you think this is another case of Nintendo fans freaking out over nothing.
0: Of course. I mean, it's also from Smash
1: fans just want every character ever made in the game. Ever made in the game,
0: yeah. That's not going to happen. Eventually you have to draw the line somewhere. So but yeah. I was just kind of surprised that there was such a – because I had never had that perspective of her as a character at all. That's the
1: only perspective of her as a character. Weird. I don't know what you're talking about. Because
0: to me, every girl in every fighting game looks like her. They all have boobs that are completely the, I mean, they all do,
1: but very few of them focus on it the way she like – the whole focal point of her character of her character sprite has always been her bouncing boobs and her neutral pose. Like, that's the whole thing. Interesting. I never saw it that way. I, wow. I don't know what to say to that. Because she just blends in with
0: all the other female no, characters. No, she doesn't.
1: That's why she's notable. It's why they want her over Blue Mary or any of the other female characters oh. in King of Fighters. Why do you think everyone's so focused on her? Because she's basically naked. For God's sake, we interviewed a girl at uh, at uh, FanimeCon once for the show who was in a My Outfit that was almost illegal. And then we found out she was 16. Oh and we're god! Like, oh, we can't even. And, oh god! And like we can't even put you on TV for that because you can't sign the release. She's like, oh, my dad will. And her dad comes over. I'm like, well, you're here with the. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't even know. I don't
0: <laughs> break your brain.
1: Like it was like <laughs> it was. Pri- I mean, it, it was amazing. And yeah. like that's the whole point of my look at her. Like that's the. I mean, not so much in that one. I don't remember. I don't know which game this is. I mean, obviously it varies depending on who's drawing her. But uh, most of the games, that's the whole thing. Like she's interesting.
0: Yeah, I never saw her that way. Oh, I okay, I, okay, I don't know. I just, what game is this? I look at all fighting game char- female characters the same. They're all over-sexualized. They're all way unrealistically endowed. They mm. all bounce. They all jiggle. Not like Mai. Huh. Like,
1: like, the reason all that jiggle is in fighting games is because of Mai. Like, that was the first
0: one. She See, I, thought, I thought that they just wanted her in the game because she's, like, the second most popular character. Kof fighter ever? No,
1: she. They want her. The second most popular Kof fighter is Andy Bogard or Geese I or guess. Joe Joe Higashi or uh, There's a lot of others. Uh, Rock Howard. Like There's There's tons of other prominent. She's the most prominent female fighter. But the reason she's the most prominent female fighter in this franchise is because she's got huge tits bouncing around. Huh. Like that's the whole thing. That's why they want her. That's why Mai is infamous. She started that. I mean, Chun Li was not. It's not like she wasn't attractive. But then they brought Fatal Fury out or whatever she was in, and, and it was just like, what the hell? Like, s and just doesn't give a shit. Like, that was, they were just like leaning into it. Hmm. And like, that was why Mai was infamous, inf- infamous for years and years. That's why her name is Mai Bouncy in the arcades, and Blue Mary doesn't have that nickname, and Chun-Li doesn't have that nickname. Like, it's, that's, that's where it comes from.
0: Interesting. Like well,
1: any any like over sexualized, like obvious like sexualization of a female character in a fighting game, you can trace its roots back to my Shiroe. Hmm. No question whatsoever. I had
0: no idea. No clue about that. Well, you all.
1: didn't spend enough time in 7-Eleven discussing this sort of I thing. I guess not between games <laughs> while you're just, waiting for your quarter to be up.
0: I just liked playing as her. I thought she was fast and she was easy to pick up and play.
1: She is she does I mean, a lot of the early guys had very low you know Andy and Terry and her and probably Kim all had probably the lowest barrier of entry.
0: Right. Yeah. So, and I just thought, you know, she I to me, she's the second most recognized I mean, character in the come franchise. On. Um, she I mean she's definitely one of the top five. Like the you know, just in terms of that but now you tell me that they're just wanting it because they were perving out and wanted her in the oh, game oh absolutely <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I get not, it not
1: even remote I mean I'm sure most of them would gladly admit it yeah. like, that's what they wanted I mean they didn't want her as a playable character they wanted her as like a background character uh, or a like helper a support, or whatever a support yeah. character but yeah they, they just Nintendo just Sakurai just didn't want to deal with that situation
0: yeah, I mean it doesn't make sense if that's all they wanted. Like I
1: to me, I was like, just cover her up a little bit and put her in. Like what's the big deal? But if you cover her up, then people are gonna freak out because that's what they want her in there. See, I didn't realize that. Of course. I not. didn't
0: realize that if they if she was covered up, people wouldn't want her in the game at Come all. Come on. I mean look at that. It's it's just ridiculous.
1: I guess. So
0: But anyway, not coming to Smash. No. Doesn't sound doesn't <laughs> not, sound like it. Not I, mean,
1: it, I mean one King of Fighters character is enough. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean I mean that's kind of how they've been doing it. I mean they do have Ken and Ryu. I mean it's cool it's cool that like you know they have a representation there yeah. and especially because SNK is supporting the Switch so much with all their Neo Geo stuff. Yeah. Um it's cool that they got Terry in there. And it's cool that Terry's in there with the with Ryu and you kind of re- redo Capcom versus SNK again like there's a lot of, it's fun. I like it. And uh I hope they do more stuff like that with other other weird franchises that you maybe wouldn't expect. Um
0: because this but game yeah. still has a long time to live. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it still got like, another it, two or a, three King years King at least for a long
1: time. But like, I th- one King of Fighters character is enough.
0: Yeah, That's there. I mean, good. the truth is there aren't that many readily identifiable King of Fighter characters. No, I mean you've got her down, and Yori
1: and the th- the, b- the main three: uh, Andy, Terry, Joe. Um,
0: You've already named three. That I'm just like I don't even know who that Any is. problem?
1: I mean, they're just the big three. Yeah. Like, you'd recognize them if you saw them because they've been in since Fatal Fury one. Uh, Geese, obviously. Although I, I wonder how many people know Geese from those games versus know him from his Tekken appearances. Probably from Tekken, um, definitely. Uh, I would guarantee they know him more for that. And then you got, I mean, some of this. I mean, that guy there, that little guy in the sunglasses. You know, he's the one of the Akari Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. The Akari Warriors yeah. guys. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of appearances. Meta. Yeah. I mean, you a lot of them are like characters that you'd see and like, oh, I recognize the big dude with the ball chain, and chain but I have no idea what his, what his is. name is. You don't know what his name
0: is. Yeah. That's the way it is for
1: most of me. For most of the characters. I don't know what his franchise. name is either. Right? <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, at a certain point the King of Fighters games were like dozens and dozens oh, of characters. Oh yeah, they had like 50 characters. Right? I mean, there's Athena, she's from other SNK games. I mean, the, the, things started crossing over all over the place. I like the King of Fighters games, but I
0: can't keep up with everyone. Yeah. I mean, King of Fighters 14 ended up having what, like 50 fighters or something it in it. It cra-
1: was Yeah, cuz well, cuz you had teams of three Right. Which meant you just needed tons and tons of characters. Yeah, to fill it out. King, I love I mean I like King is not one of the biggest characters in the game, but King is one of my favorite characters to play.
0: See the guy that has like the cuff links.
1: She's the uh the waiter. Or oh, she.
0: Yeah, so she's yeah, she has like the cuffed shirt and yeah, she, has,
1: she has the wait, the waiter, like full waiter, like Mitra D outfit, yeah, but she's yeah. she's
0: more of a like a close up kick fighter. Again, kind of I remember her, I would never remember her name. Mm. <laughs> That's just not gonna happen. So there you go. It looks like they're going to stray on the uh, side, or err on the side of caution with Smash Brothers going forward. Yeah, I mean,
1: Smash Brothers is not... To me,
0: after Bayonetta, kind of all bets were off, though, because there's really no character more over the top than she is. I mean, I would put Maya more in terms of that. Really? sexual content, no question. Huh.
1: Interesting. Like, also because uh, Bayonetta is a very empowered character to a large degree, whereas Maya is just there to be leered at. Interesting. So I think they're making the correct call here, just in terms of the tone of what the game is supposed to be.
0: Okay. All right, let's move along. We're going to talk next about Microsoft. Although although
1: I would maybe not mind seeing what Kirby would turn into if he ate her.
0: (laughs) Would he just turn into a big rack? A big boob? Maybe, yeah. It it just makes two Kirbys.
1: Don't mention anything else. But they're attached and they have to travel together. It doubles your combo like the Ice Climbers. That will be what that was.
0: (laughs) All right, let's move on. We're going to talk next about Microsoft. Microsoft has been on a... Spending spree, buying studios, getting ready for Generation 9 consoles. All of the purchases so far have been pretty smart. Uh, we have Obsidian that, that it purchased. We have Ninja Theory that it purchased. We have In Exile. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? There's like four or five total. Yeah. Those are the three big ones. Um, yeah. Did you mention the, the Hellblade people? Are, yeah, Ninja yeah, Theory. Ninja Theory, right. yeah. So... Rumors have been bubbling over the last couple weeks that Microsoft is in the market for another purchase, and that purchase just may be Playtonic. Playtonic is basically Rare 2.0. Or I would say Rareware 2.0, because Rare is kind of the name of the company as it stands now. Rareware is what it was when it was making great games for Nintendo platforms, and a lot of those guys left... Started their own studio called Platonic and released this game, which is called Ukulele, uh, very similar to the franchise that they created when they worked with Nintendo called Banjo Kazooie. Now, after the rumors started floating around, Platonic came out and basically, it, well, I wouldn't even call it a denial. It, it just basically said, we have nothing to announce at this time. Platonic is still an independent company. Um, so for starters, do you think it would be a smart purchase? Um I don't really know.
1: I mean, I didn't like ukulele that much. most people didn't. Um, I haven't played the new one um, the 2d game, yeah, maybe with maybe with the support of of Microsoft's resources, they could do a banjo that like would do a, not like this garbage. Um, God, I hate this game. Me too. Um, I hate even looking at it. Yeah, it's the, the redesign of the characters is really what sunk it from the beginning. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't know what you're doing to Banjo's nose there, but it's yeah, not okay get, with me. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> um, like, I wouldn't I – mean, at the same time, it's sort of like, you know, maybe it's time to let it go. Like, it's been 20 years yeah. since Banjo had a good game. um, it's It's kind of – you know, playing ukulele kind of like – I don't know what else you could really do with it to make it better because it is pretty much just taking that format and do it tossing, you know, in a new tossing into a characters. modern yeah yeah I also I hate uh which one's which is Yuka the the chameleon yeah I hate his posture <laughs> he stands too straight like it looks like he's got a rod up his <laughs> like spine like he needs to relax yeah <laughs> like everything below his chest is weird to me like it feels like it feels his legs are too skinny it's like I don't like any of the way that the, the lizard moves. I don't I don't like – something about it bugs me.
0: Well, this game's Metacritic ended up settling in at like a six six 6.5, something yeah. like that. It did not do particularly well. I it think it sold. ran out of
1: steam after like three levels. It did.
0: I, it sold well enough, and a lot of that yeah. was just because people had backed the game. Yeah, that's why I got it. I think it I, was a crowdfunded game, and so organically they had already paid for its development. Mm-hmm. And then they released the 2D – Semi sequel, which just came out recently and did a little bit better with critics. Uh, I think the biggest complaint about it was that it was maybe a little bit too challenging. At least that seemed to be the prevailing opinion about the game.
1: I mean, I'd say like too challenging without being rewarding. Right, is really the issue there. And uh, I mean, I just think like I'm not saying it'd be bad to like resurrect Banjo with these guys if if Microsoft were to buy them. But like at the same time, it's like you know what, Firefly is never coming back like it might be time to let it go yeah it's been a long time we we've, we've moved on and i think the mario is, odyssey is a thing now like yeah. i feel like maybe the, the the paradigm is the paradigm has shifted and the ship has sailed which i not was not a pun by the fact that they're on a ship <laughs> in the bior all <laughs> right perfect timing yeah but, like I, I just don't know if there's that much to be gained from trying to resurrect this like shambling corpse of a subgenre
0: yeah I mean is there even demand for this genre anymore honestly I don't know beyond what oh my gosh they're gonna bring back the people who made banjo kazooie I'll give five dollars like yeah I mean I,
1: I'm not this, against a good banjo a good banjo game for the first time since I was in my 20s but like is it something I need no is it something that
0: Microsoft is gonna like it's gonna help put them over the top next gen probably not. And let's be honest, this is all Platonic has proven it can make. Yeah. So, if you're Microsoft and you're thinking about purchasing this company, you're like, well...
1: Like, you really only want them for one thing. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is what... You would be buying them to make new banjo games. Yeah, and I mean, That's to be it.
1: fair... Or conquer. Yeah. Um, to be fair, like, Microsoft needs diversity in its lineup, and this would be that. Like no one else is making this kind of game except the occasional Mario game. If you because if Rare isn't Rare certainly yeah <laughs> certainly isn't.
0: I mean, how crazy is it that we're thinking about Microsoft buying a development studio to make a franchise that a studio it currently owns already made? Well, because I mean the, the company isn't the same company anymore. It hasn't
1: been for a very long time.
0: Yeah, like, I mean they, Rare doesn't have the people to make this game anymore. No, and I, I, mean, mean, the, I mean part
1: of I mean part of that's just you know time goes on, people move on to new things. It's just how it works. Companies don't remain the same. But at the same time, it's also because it feels like uh, Microsoft mismanaged Rare as soon as they got them in the building.
0: Absolutely. I don't think there's any denying that. I mean, when you have them working on, like, stupid Kinect crap. Yeah, Kinect like, like,
1: making them, like, redesign the avatar system so you could see the bottom of their shoe. What are you doing? You really spent that much money
0: on a studio to do that? Yeah. But it is weird that, like, you know, Rare should be the company to make the next Banjo. But after playing Nuts and Bolts... I don't trust Rare to make the next Banjo either. No. So it, it appears that if we want more Banjo or we want more Conquer, this Ooh, might polygons. Yeah, this might be the only way to get it. And in, so, in that case, is it worth it? I mean, a lot of it depends on how much do you pay for Platonic. Right. as Well, I mean, probably not a crazy amount. I like would think. twenty million. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't give them that much. I mean, I you could probably buy Platonic for ten or fifteen mil. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't... That's worth it to me.
1: I don't know, if, like, worth it versus worth I mean, I don't have a ton of interest in seeing this resurrected, really, but, like, I think the main point in its favor is to kind of diversify the Microsoft exclusive lineup and make it look like more than Gears and Halo over and over, and Forza over and over again. You yeah, know? Like, I mean,
0: and they've already, obviously, they bought five already studios that are going to help do that. But, like you said, none of I them I mean, really as long make... as you're
1: at the store, yeah. <laughs> you might as well pick up some fruit.
0: Yeah, I mean, none of them really make... All-ages content, though. The studios that they just bought.
1: Although Fruit is more Donkey Kong 64. Yeah. That's, that's really where the whole, that whole, this whole format jumped the shark for me was. The trying, collecting stuff. Co- collecting 4,000 pieces of different Fruit, and I needed a different monkey to do each Fruit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I Yeah. I mean, but that was bad enough that Banjo Tooie sort of like broke up all, like made you like relearn all these moves and backtrack all the time, and go back. Like Donkey Kong 64 was just like, yeah, we're, you're never getting anything done because you need to switch between the orangutan collects the oranges and the, 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 the pineapple. That was when and they
0: started to run out of ideas, in yeah. all honesty. That's when they had already squeezed. It's like, we're just going to make it, it long. Yeah. We're just going to give people more game, is basically yeah. what Donkey Kong 64 was. Um, I, yeah, I wonder. I think for an investment that cheap, it would be worth it. If you can buy Platonic for even $20 million, I think it would be worth it. Just to have a studio that I has mean, that's pretty those much, sensibilities to fill that void that you I have. Mean, that's they pretty have much a, couch change for
1: Microsoft. Right. That's what so. I'm
0: saying. And Platonic, they'd be more than happy to take twenty million dollars among however many five or six guys that are there. Yeah. Plus the job security that we can yeah. follow. And yeah. I mean the security of having a few mil in the bank. Right. <laughs> that's that's some job security. You but also need not job.
1: worrying where your next budget's coming yeah, from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, do we get the
0: crowdfund again? Or how are we gonna get money for our next game? You're right. That that all goes out the window. I think Platonic would be with it one hundred percent. And I think it makes sense for Microsoft. It is the one hole, even after all these purchases, it will have left, and that mm-hmm. is making family-friendly entertainment.
1: I mean, that would be a pretty happy ending for the guys who started Platonic when you think about it. For
0: sure. Absolutely. And another studio I think Microsoft should be looking at is Playful. What do they do? They kind of started making, like, Lucky's Tale for VR, mm-hmm. but Lucky's mm-hmm. Tale's kind of turned into a decent platforming franchise that stepped out of VR and was still successful. So... That's another studio that could potentially look at, but these guys, they have kind of that special sauce that they can, they tend to be able to make stuff that even though it may seem similar to other things, it has that a special shine to it or a different shine to it. Um, but ultimately, you get these guys to fill a void in your software library and a very lucrative void that... Nintendo basically makes its entire living off of. So, if you can get even a little piece of that, you can convince some people to come over from other platforms because suddenly you have the kings of platformers making platformers for you. To me, it's worth ten to twenty million dollars. Um, we'll see. Mm. But you're right. I mean, at the at the end of the day, Playtonic still hasn't made a great game. I mean, Ukulele was they mediocre. Probably could. Probably, if they had more time and some more resources, Mm -hmm. they probably could. Because you're right, it's not, it seems like what made Ukulele bad was a lack of resources like that. You're right, they just didn't have the people to build out a game that big in that amount of time and make the whole game compelling. You're right. They kind of shoved all their ideas into like the first three hours and they're like, oh, wow, we need to like make a game that lasts more than like five minutes. What are we going to do? And that's where I think you saw kind of the later parts of the game that weren't as inspired as the the earlier stuff. So we'll see. Um, We're getting to the point now where we're at the end of the year. We're not going to see a lot of movement on stuff like this. Like people are going to start shutting down for the holidays, getting ready for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Uh, We've only basically got a month left in the year. So I don't suspect we'll see any movement on this until 2020, if at all. But to me, I think it would be a smart move on Microsoft's part could do worse they could definitely do worse absolutely all right it's time for our last topic of game face episode 190 it's the topic you've been waiting for ever since we started the show we're going to discuss death stranding hideo kojima's brand new game it's a ps4 exclusive for now it's coming to pc eventually they have a date for that for the pc version for next year? No, it's summer. Summer. Okay. So you got about six months before it's coming out on PC. So, if you want to play this, if you want to strike while the iron's hot, you're going to have to play it on PS4. Um, I've been playing it on PS4 Pro. Matt, I'm sure you have as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reviews for this game have kind of been all over the map. We talked about it last week, and like a lot of people jumped into the comments for Game Phase, and were like, not really. Like If you look at the Metacritic, it's pretty high, and I guess they're right. Like, the Metacritic is pretty high for this game overall. Um, I think what the point I was making is if you look at the major gaming websites, their scores are mixed. Mm-hmm. The The smaller sites love it. 10 out of 10. Hideo, Triumphant Again. It's the major outlets that were more Although buried. even
1: the, some of those reviews are like, yeah, it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's boring. 10 out of 10, genius. Like, a lot of the scores are not adding up to the... To the words okay in a lot so of these. before
0: before we get to the nuts and bolts of the game, do you feel like there is a way you can rationalize that type of an approach towards this game boring repetitive genius ten out of ten
1: no, no I think there's a way to justify that with a movie, but you're supposed to something you have to play and interact with being dull is is a death knell to me like I if anyone else <laughs> That was a great sigh If right anyone there. else made this game, they'd be roasted in the street.
0: If anybody else made it? Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody else This would,
1: this would be a this would be a laughing stock if it was anyone else well, making this
0: game. Well, I don't think anyone else would be And no one else would, would make to, this game. No one yeah, would could. make it and no one else would be allowed to make it. Mm-hmm. Because you got to remember, this game was bankrolled by Sony. Oh yeah. And I guarantee if another studio had come to Sony and said, "This is my game, this is my idea," <laughs> They oh. never would have given it the green light.
1: Yeah, I want to make a uh, Postmates simulator with ghosts in it. That's probably not going to get you $200 million.
0: Yeah. How much do you think that the PlayStation invested in this game?
1: I'm guessing around $200 million. Yeah, that's my I guess. Mean, I mean, even Cliff Blazinski was on Twitter posting pictures of the game and being like, I can't even imagine the budget on this game. Like, it's Crazy. Uh, there's a lot going on here.
0: There is a lot going on, and we're going to unwrap it for you guys. And we're going to give you our unbiased opinion on this game. Um, I guess we should say off the top, neither one of us are big Kojima fans. Not
1: really, We no. respect
0: the work that he's done, but s- we're think not his, fans. I think his best game is Metal
1: Gear Solid 1. Um, I would probably agree with that. There would have been a time I would have said Snatcher, but I feel like that doesn't hold up. Probably yeah. wouldn't hold up anymore. Um, but I don't have a, a Genesis light gun to prove it. Um, I think that's. I actually also Zena. really like Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, I know that's the black sheep of the family, but yeah. like, I thought that was, uh, that was pretty good. I liked it okay.
0: I mean, I've never hated a Metal Gear game. I was close to hating Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, and I know that is a very unpopular opinion. I
1: have never gotten more than an hour into Snake Eater. Before
0: you guys come at me, I'm very aware that my opinion varies from most people, mm-hmm. but I will stand by it today that Snake Eater is not a good game, but, the, uh, in my opinion.
1: The, well, I, like I said, I've never see, gotten... See right here, the,
0: mine is MGS1 and 3. I've
1: never gotten more than an hour into Metal Gear Solid 3, and I've tried four times. It's I, I I bounce
0: off it like rubber. Like, it's just... Some of the stuff that you see in Metal Gear Solid 3, the cumbersome, annoying crap that you're like, why would anybody make somebody do this in a video game? That is Death Stranding. To me, it's mm-hmm. a lot of Kojima's worst impulses come to life. yeah. It, I even struggle, honestly, in a lot of ways. There's a couple moments here where I kept remembering having to go into the
1: menus and mess with the camo stuff all oh, the yeah. Or so the whole like
0: bandaging and yeah. healing crap, oh, the whole animal part systems
1: of it. Systems on systems on systems in the service of busy work. And that is pretty much what, what Death Stranding is. That is yeah. what you're getting with Death Stranding. For
0: I sure. can definitely draw parallels between MGS three and this game. Now, and I can it...
1: see even with my limited playtime on three I can I can see that. Now the boss <laughs> fights in three were <laughs> I great. do like it when he falls over though. I think that's funny.
0: It's funny. It's a pratfall fall simulator to some degree. It's funny, but do we want to play that? Not is really. that fun? Like the first time it's funny, but then yeah. you see the animation and you don't it's the same every time. Mm-hmm. Like so I guess if I had to if I had to put this in a genre, it's it's a walking simulator. It's the most expensive, elaborate walking simulator ever made. I mean sort of. It's it's an I mean it's an action adventure game. It's it's just Is it?
1: boring. Yeah. There's not a lot of action. I mean, you gotta fight the mule, guys. You gotta fight the BTS. Like, like it happens rarely. Like it's it's inter- it's an interesting action adventure game in the sense that like your goal is to not see any action.
0: It you is. Know? Yeah. It's it. Well, stealth. So you're trying to avoid the enemies mm-hmm. most of the time. You don't want to get in. Even fights though like
1: early on, you are literally not given the tools you need to do that. Right. And yeah, then later you later. start getting. It. I'm like, well, why didn't you give me that in the first place, you jerks? Like. The the like literally in in universe they withhold abilities and gadgets from Sam for like ridiculous amounts of time until they're like oh you might find this useful it's like I yeah used I could have used that, that, used that three hour. hours ago yeah. dude
0: what are you doing yeah and when I look when I say walking simulator I mean it figuratively or just as the genre is but also quite
1: literally oh yeah it's much it's more literally a walking simulator than like figuratively like this a walking simulator as we use it as, to me is usually. a you walk around, the story is given to you, you can't fight, you can't die, there's no, There's really nothing to do. The only reason you can move a character around is to get from story point to story point. This is the, not that far away not from Not tremendously, that. but there's stuff happening in between, usually as a punishment. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but like, it, it's more accurate to say it's a walking simulator in the sense that it's, it's simulating what it's like to have to walk with things on your back. Uh, one like, of, the, yeah, one yeah, of the most common interactions in the game is balancing the load on your back with the L2 and R2 buttons.
0: Yeah, so... When I was Tremendously a
1: kid, compelling gameplay.
0: I'll say this. When I was a kid, my dad used to force me to go hunting with him. And when you hunt, you learn a very specific way to walk. And basically what it is is you look where you're going to put your foot every time. So right foot, left foot. You, Where's my right foot going? You look at the spot you're going to put your foot before you put your foot there. Mm-hmm. And that's how you walk silently, and that's how you hunt. And that that is in this game. Basically, you you have to look for every step you take. Yeah, which is why the scan shows you this detailed
1: readout about what every inch of terrain is going to be like to have to walk over, climb over, or whether you can or cannot climb over it. It's it's an incredible you have to amount climb of detail. Sometimes
0: over a rock that's sticking out of the dirt like yeah. a foot and a half, you it's, have to hit the button to, to like climb over, over it. It, it is um, that's it, not fun.
1: It is an astounding amount of detail and and intricacy put into stuff that, like, just the most, yeah, I don't... To, I mean, I get, I kind of get the people that are, like, in, like, kind of entranced by this, because it has that Skinner box filling a bar until the bar gives you a little ding thing to it that, like, it's like MMOs hook people the same way to some degree. But, like... Like here you see right now, like building that star rating out. I mean, I got I got some crazy ratings on this. Thing. I'm like 68 or 70 on BridgeLink at this point. I, 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 that was
0: for whatever reason, the whole of bottom fun. of
1: mine is big. Yeah, I have a lot in miscellaneous. I have a lot of in Bridge link because my my favorite thing in this game is building roads. Yeah, which should tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I obsessively go around, pick up medals. And I mean, put, it's oh, like it, American
0: it, Truck Simulator. Yeah,
1: and then it is like American Truck Simulator, except you're forced to watch nonsensical story cutscenes between right. them. But, like, oh, and th- this is a great scene because, like, early on the game makes a point to be like, oh, everyone in this world knows this, the situation and the details of what it's like to live in this world, so we're not going to tell you anything. But then you get on the truck with this guy, and he goes on this whole monologue about, like, what – what happened in the past, which Sam clearly knows, everyone clearly knows. It'd be like if you got on a garbage truck with a guy and the guy just started telling you about World War II
0: unprompted. It's like, yes, everyone knows what happened. It's, like, it's, it's not just him. It, the whole – so this whole lot game of, was shrouded lot in secrecy. Yeah. So this whole game was shrouded in secrecy for like two years on mm-hmm. this very show. We were asking, what is it? Nobody knows what it is. And then they – he came out and kind of explained it. Then they put out a trailer that we thought really explained it. And I'm just wondering if because people were just so confused about what it was, if he just overcompensated. Because this game, there's no mystery left after the first hour. You have a couple conversations with people, and they just spill everything and overspill. Somewhat.
1: I mean, you don't really know who Higgs is, or there's clearly something up with the with your sister you're trying to find. Like, there's stuff going on. But, like, here's the thing. Like, after the first couple – he spent like, Five minutes actually playing in the first hour and a half. Most of us just watching. You just cut watch cutscenes. Cut yeah. A lot of which you've already seen because they were the early trailers.
0: Yeah, the first basically all the trailers you've seen are the first four hours yeah, of the game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
1: Um, so but, at least you know nothing was spoiled. Yeah, really. there's, there's, there's no nothing really to, that was given away. Uh, but like, the thing is, like, early on I was thinking, like, you know, if this was anyone else making this movie or game, I would be intrigued by what this is setting up. But it's Kojima, so I know it's going to be dumb. And sure yeah. enough, as you learn more and more about what's happening, it is really dumb.
0: Yeah, if you really start thinking about So the premise really is, and if here's in a sentence what this game is about. America went through the apocalypse, and you need to reconnect the internet all the way across the Pretty country. Much. That's it. That's what it is. You start on the East Coast. And you have to work all the way to the Pacific Ocean, going from one node to the next, reconnecting the internet for America. And you
1: do that by being an Amazon Prime delivery man. Basically, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there was a point early on when I was after like the first like five or six deliveries I'd done, where I'm like, oh, so I'm just like a pizza delivery guy in the apocalypse. And then the next mission I got was literally to deliver
0: a pizza to somebody. Like a, a joke from Kojima. Almost, it's like he
1: knew that's when you were going to think that, and it's like, oh, here's a literal pizza motherfucker like here yeah. you go and by the way keep it horizontal and make sure it gets there hot sit out yeah. yeah i'm like this is just a gig economy simulator with ghosts in it but going back to what also, you're also there's saying- no way to make the pizza lay flat intentionally in the in- inventory management system you have to like stack your stack your backpack up till it's full horizontally and then stack the pizza on the top of that i had to like pull out metal from the the storage so i could have enough stuff on my back to do that it's ridiculous. Now you're talking
0: about attention to detail though. This game does have it. Like for, Oh, for sure. like stacking your cargo is a huge part of the game. Mm-hmm. Like figuring out how it's all weighted, like how you can stack it without it falling over, how and you can stack, stack it so you won't fall over. Yeah, and the over. stack of it and the, ba- the center of gravity
1: and the balance that that results in is all simulated. It's all there. You can feel the difference when you're walking around and trying to balance. Wind can blow you over. Like it's, it's so annoying though. Oh, it's yeah. just
0: one it's like when i've talked about this before it's when realism goes wrong making something more realistic does not make it more fun Mm -hmm. that's just sometimes it can sometimes it won't but it's not a guarantee and like i it's like i'm playing it's like tetris is like part of the game is i don't know here's what i would say is if you like kojima's way of telling stories you're gonna love it if you don't Mm. you're not
1: it's just weird it's like the the blatant p- product placement like the lovingly rendered so Monster dirty. energy drinks everywhere because, because you can't talk to anyone on the phone and you can't get metal delivered it, it, by anyone but apparently they're still mass producing ma- monster, monster energy, energy drinks. drinks like yeah. what like is there going to be an energy drink at this like and like don't tell me that yeah that's nitpicking or because like it's prevalent. It's demanding that I pay attention to which rocks I'm stepping over. You're asking me to pay attention to little details, and every time I sit in a in a in a private room with, for, I mean, this game forces you to stare at Norman Reedus constantly. Yeah. But like, he's just sitting there, and like he's just got a tray
0: full of Monster Energy drinks everywhere he goes. Everywhere he goes. And it's,
1: it's not like he has it with him. They provide him Monster Energy. drinks. Here's what
0: we we're talking about with. Carrying cargo that's like heavy and unwieldy, so you have to like if you start leaning to the left, you have to hit the right trigger. If you start leaning mm-hmm. to the right, you have to hit the left trigger. If you're just about to lose it, you have to squeeze both triggers, and you'll gain your footing. Yeah, and the easiest way to
1: do it if you're carrying a heavy load like that is to hold both triggers, and you'll just and sort you just of walk, walk really along. slow. Yeah. I mean, you can you can sprint a little bit. Here's the thing: if you are going to play this game, this is my my biggest piece of advice. Burn through it to get to chapter three. Like, get to chapter three. Like, don't. It's like uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Don't stay in the hinterlands. Uh, don't stay in the first big section you're in. Get to uh, get to the lake town and cross the lake and get over there because that's when it opens up. You get the exoskeleton, lets you carry a ton of cargo, and like you start to be able to like modify this, the way you carry stuff. You start to get more, you know, be able to make vehicles. You start to be able to make roads and other th- other structures with other players. Um, the game finally becomes itself when you get to chapter three. So don't waste time like running around in the open, the early chapter one and two. Like chapter two takes place kind of in like a large eastern seaboard section, but like you can get caught up in doing the kind of the random deliveries, doing that. Don't like, get all get yeah. get forward. Get to chapter three. That's when the three. game
0: breaks open and really becomes what it, it is for the rest yeah. of the. And then
1: like, you can uh, judge it for what it is after that point. But like I certainly started. It's hard having, to ask
0: people to get. That I mean, much. that's a long slog it's because of all the cutscenes. It's not a short to amount watch. of time. No, yeah. no, it's
1: hours. But like, I was certainly at a point where I was like, "Oh my god, I don't, even, I don't want to do this anymore." I mean, I
0: pretty much quit playing the game last night, and like, I don't know that I'll go back and play more of it.
1: I will probably finish it just to see what the end is.
0: But like, I feel like I can just watch that on YouTube. I guess I just don't so. have time right now. It's like I've got Jedi: Fallen Order coming here in the next day or two. Oh, believe me,
1: if this isn't done by the time I get the Jedi: Fallen Order goes live, uh, forget it.
0: Oh, like, it's no not going to be done. This is like a 60-hour game.
1: Nah, it's more like 40. Like people are people are finish it in like 35-40. Oh, really? I mean, obviously I'm probably going to be longer than that because I spent so much time building roads. I probably shouldn't be doing that, but there's something compelling about No, I roads. think you
0: should be doing that because that's <laughs> what makes the game enjoyable to play. Once you have the roads built, you can drive the vehicles on mm-hmm. the road and you don't have to worry about like because that's the other thing. Like, you get vehicles in this game, but until you have roads to drive on, they're almost as annoying as walking. Yeah. Because they also get affected by every little yeah, rock.
1: They're trying to get the trikes over oh, the Oh, it's insane.
0: Like, yeah. It's like,
1: you know what would really be helpful? If you sent someone out here to dig all these fucking rocks up. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Why can't
0: I do that? Why is this the, all there is in the United States? Why is it all just bluffs and green grass? What happened know. to the why United is, States? Why is
1: the United States 150 kilometers wide? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Also, it's nice, like you know, because you can. I can
1: carry now. I guess I can carry like three hundred fifty kilograms or something. And I'm like, I guess the apocalypse is what it took for the America to switch over to the metric. Yeah, yeah. Because everything's in kilometers and meters. Kilograms. Now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like you're supposed to. like, I thought it was gonna be connecting like a certain second. You no, you're literally walking to Los Angeles. Yeah. But, but it, like you but walk, you can from, walk a state in like ten minutes. Yeah, it takes it takes like ten minutes to walk from like. New York to Chicago. Yeah, it's very strange.
0: It's weird. It's like every step is equal to like 300 like it makes miles. me think
1: there's going to be some other twist
0: at the end where none of it's real or some of it's something. Like I'm it's sure there's some goofy thing at the end of yeah. it. I don't know if the the fight to get there would be worth it though. I don't know. Like, it's a very tedious game. Yep. It is. There's some cool stuff. Like, look, there's some cool stuff in here. Like the whole connectivity of it is really freaking cool. So. Basically, you need ladders and ropes to get over and down, like, cliffs and Mm -hmm. mountains. And players who have come before you will have, like, put a ladder down, and some of the times they'll leave it there. Yeah. Now, it doesn't stay there forever because the rain in this game deteriorates everything. So if you're out in the rain, all your gear starts to deteriorate. Your weapons start to deteriorate. All the ladders or ropes that you leave also deteriorate. Mm -hmm. But if you get there before they're gone... You can save yourself a ladder. Now you don't. You only need one ladder because, well, that's not true. You should only need one ladder because once you use a ladder, you can take it back. However, there are some times where the game won't let you take it back. So if the ladder's too long and and you can't get close to the end of the ladder, mm-hmm. you can't get the ladder back. So use your ladders with care. Make sure when you use a ladder. That you arc it in such a way that the very top of the ladder is at the top of what you're trying to get to, because mm-hmm. like I used a ladder that was too tall and I couldn't get my ladder back. So I've I've never taken a ladder back. Oh really? Ever. You just keep crafting them or I, buying. I lay
1: them. them down and I yeah I mean they're real cheap to craft and also like, you really don't need them much people because there's already ladders it's populated there. pretty well already. Uh, and you get likes, so like, so because it's such subtle commentary, uh, <laughs> you get likes for doing everything, delivering stuff. whatever everyone gives you likes for stuff, and you can give likes to player structures you find if you find them useful, or you automatically give likes when you use them. Um, that is why I have such a high bridge rating at this point, is because because you I them. well be, no because I've rebuilt so many roads, ah. and, and rebuilding the roads also counts in other players' games. So every time a player in my sort of like group of play, because there's like a long list of players that are all sort of connected in the in a, same we, world. yeah. It's, it's like a shared server almost. So, like, every time anyone drives along that road, I get likes for it. Yeah. So, I get thousands and
0: thousands of likes just
1: because I built highways.
0: Yeah. Connecting with people like you who have high ratings also help you. Mm-hmm. So, there is kind of that connective tissue between the player and the game, and I think that's really cool. And yeah, like, I would it, like to it, it see works. more of this type of stuff in other games.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's a, like what he's after there, like, is a cool idea and it actually, when it works, it really works well. It's just it's kind of trapped in a
0: dumb game. <laughs> like, I Look, I love the premise of the game. Mm. I, I like the world that he's constructed. Um, I like the mystery behind it, but then once you start playing it there is no mystery. Like, they just spill it all out right at the beginning and the, you're right, there's a couple little threads that are kind of dangling out there, but it's like what happens when I get to California? Like, there's a couple things you worry about, but the overall mystery about what the game is and what's going on in this world, that's all mm. given to you on, like, a silver platter. And the,
1: and the further you go with it, the more annoying like, – like, 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 they call the ghosts or whatever they are in this BTs. Yeah. And they don't say what BT stands for early on because everybody knows what BT stands for. Why would you tell anyone about that? But, like – so I'm waiting – one of the things I'm kind of minorly waiting for, I'm like, oh, I wonder what that stands for. I, you know, eventually I'm sure they'll say what it is. Eventually they do – and it is one of the dumbest things I have ever – I mean, it's – for one thing, it's, this, it's a two-syllable name. And BT is also two syllables. So saying BT isn't any faster than saying what it actually stands for, which is one of the, my biggest problems with abbreviation. Like, yeah. If your abbreviation isn't shorter than what you're abbreviating, <laughs> you didn't abbreviate anything.
0: That's a small problem in the grand scale of but, this game, though. But
1: it's also sort of emblematic of the it entire is. thing. It is, yeah. It's, it's all overwrought and overdone, and <laughs>
0: that was a good timing on that. Yep. One. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's just weird. Like it, it, the music in this game amaze balls. Not just the both the stuff that they, they licensed is great, and the OST is yeah, great. But you do spend a lot of
1: time listening to Kojima's. Playlists, like it, it, I'm okay it, with that. He has good, yeah, he has good I mean, music. it, the music's good. I like churches for sure, but it's like there's a, mo- a couple moments early on where you're re- the music starts playing automatically. Yeah, and, yeah it happens and, uh, all the time. And like I'm just sort of like, so basically, my job is to run around the country, deliver people packages, listening to Kojima's and listen to, iPod. Listen to Kojima's iPod playlist. <laughs> like that's that's your game. That's the game. It would have been probably better to make this as a movie. Yes, yes. This is his. This. I mean. Matt, which, this which, is his movie. Which is to which Let's to be, be honest. Yeah, but it, let's, well, let's be honest, every single Kojima game should have been a movie. Like, this I, is way worse. His though. entire his entire is basically a frustrated wannabe film director who hasn't been able to do what he wants to really do. Which, I mean, part of the problem is that you're like your your pinnacle of like idol worship for your film directing like kind of template is John Frickin' Carpenter, who like while he made some good movies, is not exactly like the creme de la creme of filmmaking. Yeah. Except for The Thing. The Thing is great. It's amazing. Um, this is and the And this worst, owes, owes a
0: fair amount to that. It does. This is the worst example of it, though, man. Like, I honestly feel like... Well, this is Kojima at his most self-indulgent. Yes. I mean, this his, is-
1: in the opening parts of the game, the, cre- the credits are rolling, like a movie, again... Yeah. His name pops up at least three times, maybe four. Oh, it's a, He does not combine his credits no, at all. Also, the Death Stranding title comes up twice. I don't know what
0: that's about. Yeah. But this, to me, is like, this is his film. This is the script yeah. that he's had bouncing around for years. Apparently. And I mean, is that the truth? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I mean, so I thought much, you read something or whatever. So much
1: of it is is rooted in social media and the, the lack of connection and that kind of thing. I like, it has to be a fairly recent idea for him, but I bet like the the mechanics of like the ghosts and the babies being the. I mean, the babies are modems basically. There's even a. a a, f- a 20- 28K modem sound effect when you plug into the baby.
0: I-, I feel like he finally found a sucker to pay for his project. I think
1: that's a very true thing. I hate to say Absol- that, I- but th-
0: honestly, that's how I feel after playing this game. I feel like he Well, had- after KG-
1: Konami, I'm sure his big thing was, I just want to make what I want to make. Right. And I'm going to trade... You're getting me, and the trade-off is I'm going to make pure id. Yeah, like, how I feel page. about
0: this game is... The premise, the story, the characters were all there, and then he's like, "How do I make this playable? Mm-hmm. How do I take this other stuff that I've come up with and make it a video game instead of a movie so that Sony will give me money to make it?"
1: Well, that is also how kind of because I mean, there's you, the, if the you game go back, to, this is a joke, right? But that's also how he works. Like if you go, I mean, if you go back to like uh, the interviews they did for the Metal Gear Solid One like anniversary, I think the the 10th anniversary or 15th anniversary something um maybe it's 20th it was, maybe it was last year i don't know but it was they interviewed a bunch of people that worked on the game and they're basically the guy the the gameplay designers basically straight up said he he basically came to them and had his script and all his story and he basically said this is where gameplay goes think of something to go here that was as far as all the direction they got That doesn't surprise and me like at all. which makes a lot of sense and because at the time metal gear solid one came out which i did like and i still me too. like me too I described it online as it's a minigame collection, yeah, broken up by cutscenes, and I was roasted for that because oh my god, but like then like here here you know years later the people made the game like yeah we basically made a bunch of minigames as boss fights and then we had his pros to snap it all together with if you want to call it that sure yeah Vulcan Raven Giant and Shaman
0: yeah um it yeah like I said this does not it's right on the line of me not even really considering it a video game I'll be honest like I really feel like this is a walking simulator with a big budget. Yeah. There's just not much... Like, even once the action starts, quote-unquote action, like... It's not nearly as involved as I thought it would be. There's, like, like none. You, like, like, you, you knock you, guys out in, like, four punches. Four, Yeah, you, like, you hit, like, the attack button four times and they're done. Yeah. Like, the guns, the gunplay is not a big thing. Like, you use it on bosses, but, like, you have to make the bullets out of your own blood. Like, they, it's not like a game where you're just constantly coming across, like, ammo refills laying on the ground. That's not what mm-hmm. this game is about. Like... The Same vehicles? with the grenades.
1: Like, you're using grenades made of your own blood. Yeah. Because for some reason, your own blood Your causes... blood works on the BTs. Because Sam is some kind... What is he? Uh... an anomaly. He's some, he's, he's, there's certain characters... Certain people who, when they get killed in this post-death-stranding world, can come back to life. Yeah. And he doesn't he's one, die. He's one of them.
0: And that's important because another important distinction in this game is when you die, you explode. And you <laughs> leave a crater like the size of like a nuke. Mm. So when people die in this game, you have to quickly incinerate them, or otherwise they explode. And he is the exception. He can die, and instead he goes to the beach instead of right. exploding. Which everyone has a beach,
1: apparently, but they're also all the same beach. Some are shared. But they're also all different beaches.
0: And some are shared, too. Like they're trying be, to do,
1: like, a multiverse thing with yeah. it, basically. I'm, I don't know. The metaphor is a little strained at but times. But
0: going back to what kind of prompted this, this whole tangent, though, yes. Like, I wish I could just watch this movie. Mm-hmm. And I wish it was, like, three hours long. It, because then it would chop out all the BS out of it that gets annoying after a while. All the over-exposition, all the goofy characters that have a weird name for, like, no reason. Like, I don't know. But you don't think Die Hard Man is a normal name for yeah, someone? like... Who's also wearing a skull
1: mask that no one ever asks about? No one else yeah. is wearing it. I just find it weird. I mean, so we talked about this a little bit before the show. I think this is one of the, the best-looking games of the year. Um, the tech they're they're pulling off here is amazing. I think it bodes well for what Horizon Zero Dawn Two will look like because it's the same engine. Um, like, there's no clipping, there's no weirdness, there's no things like bouncing and other things. I've barely seen a graphical error or glitch anywhere. I think it looks amazing. The character models and the motion capture and all that's great. The hair looks great. Um, the weather effects, everything's ama- you know, the, all that stuff's good. Even though even the fact that they took the time to make. You know, a lot of other games would not have shown them put the hood up. They would have just cut away, or then. Kojima's the games up. will, but Kojima always will, ta- will. Kojima will make some poor bastard animate that every single time. Um, but at the same time. It's a profoundly empty open yeah. world. Yeah, even my, my even by the that. terms of Metal Gear Solid Five. And yeah. like, you go to these cities, these like, you know... they are like three city. buildings. And, but there's like, you know, you go in and they go in and you get like stats on the cities. There's like population 52,000 people. You're like where? And you never see anyone. Like there's no one there. It's like a dock and there's no one moving forklifts or doing anything. Nothing's there's happening nothing. the anywhere. The whole so,
0: world seems, seems dead. Seems like
1: a completely... De- which again, makes me wonder if there's like a twist where everything's dead and he's the only thing still alive. I mean, there's got to be something to that because... Because it feels so weird and barren, and everyone's so strange and constantly badgering you about bullshit. It's almost like a voice in his own head at this point.
0: And, and to your point about the graphics, it is a very pretty game, but it also is very samey. A lot of recycled textures, and I wouldn't even be surprised if they copied and pasted like, sections of the world. Like You would never know, because it's all the same. And then you finally get to a city, and it's like four kind of skyscrapers sticking up out of the ground, like... You're right. It's gorgeous, and there's a great attention to detail. Yeah. But and all the cutscenes are in engine. Yeah, and like they're all real time. Really,
1: it's all really impressive. It's just in the service of something I don't particularly care about. Yeah. But if this is a taste of what Horizon Two could look like, yeah, yeah, great. I mean, I they're guess- making this engine do some pretty impressive stuff. So, especially considering how subpar that some of the facial stuff was in Horizon. That's true. I mean, that cl- was clearly that is not an engine problem. Oh,
0: the character models in this destroy Horizon's oh, character yeah. models, but the world itself I mean, you can see right there, that's what the whole game looks like. It's just yeah. rolling
1: hills. Sometimes it's more brown, sometimes it's more green. More green. green. Yeah. Sometimes it's black because there's, like, the, the, the goo is on the ground. Yeah, And, so you know, you get caught. That's a cool, those are cool moments. Those are cool effects. Like, when you get caught by the things and, like, it turns the whole place turns into, like, a black ocean and there's, like, monster They're trying to drag trying you to down. You drag you down. I mean, like it's, these it's,
0: tar monsters. You have to hit the square yeah, button to, really, like, fight it, them there's off. There's some
1: really cool stuff in it. It's just in service of something that is very
0: hard to care about. Have you noticed, Matt, that so when you walk and then you, like, scan or whatever, you can see footprints of people? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that if you keep walking on their footprints, it'll turn that path into a dirt path? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Like and you there's make, cool and then you stuff get, like that. And
1: then you get likes for that, because people yeah. say that people use someone use Start the path using your made. path that yeah. you
0: helped beat down. That that stuff is cool. Like yeah. I like that stuff, but when the core experience is so I don't even want to say flawed because I feel like he did what he wanted yes, to. I just don't like what he wanted to do. Right. What is what's doing I mean it
1: achieves what it's trying to do. It's whether it's just, you want to do it or not. It's just what it's trying to do is not particularly interesting. It's just fetch quests after fetch quest after fetch that's quest. That's the whole game. I mean, and I remember early. It didn't become an issue later because like fabricating stuff is actually pretty simple. But I remember early on, I'm like, really, you're going to make me worry about the condition of my shoes? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and but well, everything shoes, disintegrates. Yeah, everything wears down over time. Yeah. And, and it's not, not even it.
1: wears down. It's like the the rainfall makes is time. Tra- it's
0: time it travel rain. things Yeah, it
1: makes it makes things. That's why that one shot where it lands on his hair, his hair turns gray. Yep. Yeah. Because it aged his hair.
0: Yeah, so like, there's all kinds of little stuff like that. Like you can't get in the Which rain. Doesn't make any. But it yeah, sense. it doesn't. Like, and then when people grab him, he gets permanently bruised. For some reason, right? Yeah, he's got a thing you about can't being touch touched. Him. But when you do touch him, like when you take a shower, you can see the handprints like all over yeah. him where people have touched him,
1: or where the things have touched right. him. You know, yeah, cause, because that's that's also your your equipment gets like that if they try to grab you in the, in the ooze. Like you'll see yeah. the handprints all over the back of his backpack. And, and stuff. you go
0: home and you shower in a room that for whatever reason you can't walk around. Like right. your home base, you sit still and you have to like right, aim the camera. It's well, so weird. Well, when he reacts to your camera. Like yeah, he, like, he's like,
1: like talking to you. He, like he'll ask. He like one. Point, I did at one point, he pointed over at the shower and, like, did like a begging
0: motion to me. Like, yeah, like, please, please let me, let take me take shower. A shower. I'm like, all right, fine, Norman Reed is
1: you. Yeah, can take like, a why
0: is that, though? Why? I don't know. Maybe that's the twist at the end where you're, you're also a BB. Like, Maybe, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Like, and some of that's cool. You know, the shower is impressive because you
1: see the, the dirt come off him. For a while, like, there's blood sort of on his shoulders, and I was like, how come the blood never washes? And then I finally realized like, that's just where his shoulders were hurt from having from to carrying carry all, all the crap all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the attention to detail is it's
0: really impressive. second to none. Especially
1: for a game that they basically finished in like three years. Yeah. I mean, hell, even on the Monster Energy drink cans, you can, ah, read, you can read the, the fine print. The warnings
0: drink. and stuff. Yeah. 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 He just focused on, focuses on the wrong stuff. Like, he has a really good eye for stuff like that. He has a yeah. great ear for amazing music. He just focuses on the wrong stuff yeah, when he some, makes his I games. I
1: mean, he's got a really great game in him somewhere. It's just he needs the right gameplay director partner that he'll listen to. Which, I mean, he needs to get out of his That's own way. That's the problem. He needs to get out of his own way. He
0: needs somebody who's his boss and can tell him what to do that he will listen to. Because that's what happened at Konami. He got. He's like, yeah, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. So I'm gonna do what I I'm want. I'm just gonna spend all your money. I'm gonna spend all your money, and I'm gonna make probably the game that's gonna sell the best for you in the next five years. And I felt like Sony gave him carte blanche to do whatever he wanted. Like this game, I don't think is gonna end up doing very well at all. I don't know
1: who I'd recommend this to beyond like Die Hard Kojima fans who are going to like it no matter what.
0: In fact, our TriCaster TD, Jared came in today and he said his buddy bought Death Stranding and now he's trying to figure out if he can return it. <laughs> and he doesn't know if he can. I think he got it at Best Buy or whatever. And he's like, can I take this back? Have I already lost like the window? I don't think Best Buy does returns at all, does it? I don't know. I haven't tried to return a game to Best Buy in a long time. Yeah. I mean, at worst
1: case scenario, you bring it to GameStop and like you lose 20 bucks on the trade-in. Yeah. Um,
0: probably just better to sell it on eBay or something. But, but anyway... Um, it's it's very hard for me to think of anyone to recommend this game to buy it for sixty dollars. Like if if you love walking simulators, here is your god game. But everybody else, it's really hard to recommend. Like I try to think about like my buddies back in Philly watching one of these cutscenes in this game, and at like the four minute mark, that I can imagine them looking at me and being like. What the f is this? And you can't skip anything. Nope. you
1: can't even skip him like putting the boxes in the delivery thing. You can every skip time.
0: conversations. That's about it. Yep. And like, there's you, code there's a codec, or like when you go, just like when Metal you Gear. deliver stuff
1: and you put it on the little conveyor, you have to watch that conveyor go in and raise up and go all yeah. the way to the right every single time.
0: I also don't know if you noticed or not, but have you quit and then come and then shut down the console and come back? Actually, no. I'm, I'm just, oh. I put it to sleep. Every well, time. when you do that, you will have to go back and watch. Like 20 more minutes of cutscenes again. It doesn't what? save after you watch a cutscene. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can't skip them. Even if it knows that you've already watched them, you can't skip them. Well, I've so, always saved manually before I put it to sleep, but I've never actually had to restart the app. Yep, so. if you restart it. I've also never dumb. died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't died either. Actually, so. yeah, now that I think about it. I've, no, I have died. I died. Yeah, there's footage of me dying right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I died like very early on in the game. I only died the. I mean, there's one
1: time where you have to. That's this, I think. Yeah. yeah, but I haven't died like on my own. Oh, because
0: of combat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't think maybe once. So I've been wondering, like, what happens if you do die? I get you, so you explode? No, it just goes black, and oh. then you wake up here.
1: Because they keep warning me, warning you, like, oh, if you don't, like, you know, if you if something happens to you every time you die, you cause a void out, which is the big like nuclear crater, the nuclear psychic explosion thing that leaves a crater and wipes out everything like, I don't around think it. so
0: I did die at least once and it just took me uh, like it goes it flashes to black and then it pop and there you are underwater and you have to like swim around and search to find your body like the first time yeah. they do it the body's right there and it's easy the second time I actually had to look for it and like find it Um, and the baby gives you the thumbs up and we're on it. yeah but the second time I died the baby was butt up <laughs> I'm not kidding So when it goes inside, you see the baby's butt. All right. And then he flips around, and then you go into his mouth. So they change it a little bit. Again, the attention to detail in this game, amazing. Great. But unfortunately, ultimately, you have to play it and try to have some fun with it. And I just... Certainly Guillermo del Toro's tour de force role. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it said special appearance in the credits, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, he must just show up at the beginning. You no, don't he's see in him. A again. Lot. No, he's in like the whole thing." And like
1: Mads Mickelson's uh, role is not what I thought it was going to be. No, I, gotta, I mean I'm sure it gets there eventually, but like early, uh, you're mostly seeing him through flashbacks whenever you plug into the baby from the perspective of the baby, and he's doing some goofy shit. Yeah, in some of this. like Mads Mickelson had some fun with this role. He it's, did. It's actually kind of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, there's one time he's talking to like his wife or his girlfriend or yeah. something, and like yeah, it's definitely yeah. not one what I he, thought
1: time he shows up in a santa hat like yeah presence that's be it's bizarre it is bizarre like this whole game is bizarre like, though it, the, let's the, be honest yeah i mean the game sort of like it runs the gamut between like irritatingly bizarre and pleasantly bizarre um i don't know and like the, the obsession with like bringing back america and stuff is like very weird to it's me. So, like <laughs> like who cares at this it point it doesn't matter it's just a piece of like, dirt like there's there's evil ghosts just like floating around outside and like, you're worried about the united states of america who,
0: president like give me a f- yeah yeah i mean look if there's there's so many and there's a whole lot of
1: convenient familiar familial connections going oh yeah on there's here. so it's many
0: like, contrivances here's die
1: hard who just yeah. wears this mask no one else wears a mask like that and everyone else is just like no one questions this no i mean there-
0: i'm guessing later on in the game he gives you some literally 20-minute diatribe about what happened to his face so he had to wear a mask i know it's coming like it's very for a game that's as wacky as this it's also very predictable well because played because kojima's
1: wackiness is predictable at this point because you've seen it so many times there's a there
0: is a template to
1: his random i guess weird to say but it's true carrying corpses around in your bag there has to be a better way to do that like come on
0: it's insane, dude like why do they make you wait so long to give you a vehicle? They're there uh-huh.
1: they're just sitting yeah, there's there. there's trucks and there's no one using them so nope. why can't they I just use a sit truck? there And I, sometimes we'll be like, okay, we're gonna pile like nine things on your back. I'm like, can can I just take the can yeah. I just take the truck? No one's no one's here. It must be Sunday. no one's at work. I don't know. What's the best part of this game, Matt Kyle? um I mean the best part of this game is the is the actor capture. I don't know so you mean like what you're playing
0: just whatever. What's the best element of this game? The
1: best element of this game is the is the mocap and the and the, the performances. Even though they're reading nonsense, they give it their all. Yeah. They're all very good. Uh, uh, Norman Reedus's character is oddly solid, snaky. Like I mean, he's, he, he is. Basically that, solid if you watch snake. The Walking Dead,
0: like yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, that's but also in this, like he's written very similar to Snake, where he's just like, I don't need anyone, kind of thing. Like, yeah. There, like and then uh, yeah, the other another pretty good impersonation by the way. I can do a pretty good Solid snake. <laughs> yeah. uh, Metal Gear, uh, but the uh, and also like I like building roads. Like I like the I like the stuff where you can kind of con- everyone contributes materials to this thing and it builds a thing that everybody benefits from. I think
0: that's cool. The best part of the game is the connectivity. Yeah, all of it. Like what you just said, building roads. Like you work with other people who are connected to you to build the mm-hmm. roads, and build- then you see like
1: the little in, in you know things where like everybody's using the stuff, and you're getting likes from it, and everybody's getting feels stuff rewarding. From it. Yeah, it's nice. Yep, beating down the. Path. I just wish it was in the name of something better than delivering like imaginary boxes to
0: people. Yeah, you know? it's look. I think a lot of people will just write it off and say it's just Dark Souls, or no, it goes far beyond what they did in Dark Souls. Yeah, um, it goes way past that. In so fact,
1: I would love to see if were from Software to return to the Dark Souls idea at some point in the future. I would love to see them integrate this stuff, sure. this kind of idea into yeah. that because that would really change the thing. But I wonder if that that going that hard in on it also means that you're sort of married to the idea of this sort of open world barren because you have to give people room to play, right. you know what I mean? That that said I feel like you could still have him run into actual human beings once in a while. Like it's like it's a very isolating experience. And it's like it's, it's the, like Metroid. Like honestly. you can unlock as you get your reputation up with the various locations you're delivering to, they'll add holograms outside the entrance. Like one of them actually has a holograms from of characters from Horizon Zero Dawn, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But um they also advertise like the Walking Dead, yeah. Norman Reedus's well, the, show. When you, well, when you use, uh, like, <laughs> when you use the toilet, they black out the visu- visual of him in the little, little pod he's in with a shot of him like on a
0: motorcycle with Godzilla. Yeah, like well, that's it's his an, TV it's show, his AMC show on is that AMC. Thing? Yeah, so he somehow worked out some deal where Kojima had to promote his corny TV show because well, he does a show besides so, right. The Walking Dead. So, so he
1: and, and the promotion of it is literally putting it over him while he shits. Yes, it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't help but wonder if that's commentary from I'm just. It's possible. It's just the crazy, the product placement. I don't know why it's there. Why is Monster Energy drink all over this game? I don't know. A,
1: and there's a lot of clothing label stuff from again. Oh, yeah. Like, really? That's still being made? Or what? Well? Yeah. It's, it's also such your, a weird game. Also, everything in this game deteriorates except your shirt. Yeah, your shirt never. Yeah, it never does. Maybe it's just that well made.
0: Yeah, or it's that. I don't know. Maybe that you're right. Maybe it's just the uniforms that the porters use just don't deteriorate. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So but
1: you should make the boxes out of that material.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So we've already said that we struggle to find someone to recommend this game to other than Kojima fanboys. Yeah. They already bought it. They already think it's the best thing ever. There's really no point like, in missing I mean, it for them.
1: And the game seems to – I recognize this with the podcast playlist. If you want to just listen to podcasts or music or whatever and run back and forth in an open world, I mean, this is custom-made for that shit. Like, you don't need – to pay attention to anything once no, you get to Chapter 3. you really don't. Like, it's all out there. Go do whatever you want. Go go build stuff. Go collect metals and ceramics and make roads and drive all over the place. Drive all over this tiny little America simulation. Yeah, once you build
0: the roads, too, getting across America is like, it takes no time. Yeah. It doesn't take that long walking. I and mean, then once you build the roads, and you can take the trike and the other vehicle on yeah. there. And usually, I
1: mean, I have seen a couple times when the, the pirate guy, the mules, who are apparently addicted... They, they were porters like you are, but then they got addicted to being delivered to. Well,
0: they got addicted to – I thought they got – packages. Cor- I thought they were corrupted by that black goo or something. Yeah, but
1: they said they got, they got addicted to the deliveries. They got addicted to the, the the thrill of delivering is, like, literally what it says in the emails you get about them. I'm like, so basically these are, like, Amazon Prime
0: addicts? <laughs> kind of like, they're they're also, they're also afraid of the BTs, though.
1: Yeah, they'll run from the BTs. And, like, the – it actually reminded me of a it was a it was a, like a like a meme post or viral thing going around for like last year or sometime but it was a, it was like a like a tinder profile or single like a singles app profile from some dude who was like basically you know one of those things where he's bragging about how successful and rich he is or whatever but some, buried in all the lists of why he how awesome he was was down to two amazon packages a week no more and i'm like <laughs> what could that possibly mean like is, it means he had a problem is that a thing that like people, get people want to know about before you date them is how many amazon packages you get a week a, <laughs> i'm, like,
0: I'm is, glad i'm not in the dating what the game the hell? that's all like, i gotta say i have
1: so many questions about this and every and when they were it's like yeah these guys went rogue because they got addicted to the delivery rush i'm like it's that guy, it's that <laughs> guy. he's trying to limit himself to two amazon packages a week but he couldn't he became a terrorist that's what happened <laughs> that's that's the story of these guys <laughs> And they
0: all got the same orange jumpsuits for yeah, some reason. Yeah. So we we both struggled to find someone to recommend the game for other than Kojima fans. Do you think there will be a sequel to this game? Oh, uh, maybe. Like I don't know. I mean,
1: maybe, I I I think no. I mean, probably not. I would, but again, God, I, I can't. I would if I were Sony, I'd be like just going back. Hey, Konami, can we make a deal for that Metal Gear thing? Yeah. It's <laughs> like we would like to have him make a Metal Gear game. Yeah.
0: I don't think we'll ever see a sequel to this because I don't expect it to sell well. Um, it did not sell well. The UK charts. In the UK, yeah, it, it was, look, it was second for this week behind Call of Duty. Not Call of Duty's launch week, mind you. No, I mean, they did spin, they spun it as the
1: second best-selling new IP of the year after Days Gone.
0: Yes, and Days Gone, which, as we have gone through, and after I went through a crazy Twitter argument with somebody, did not sell well. Not tremendous. Days Gone may get a
1: sequel. And this sold 36% percent below. less Days than gone Days in Gone in the, in the UK. Yes. Which would make, extrapolating from what Days Gone sold, which would make it the lowest. Kojima, by, by half, would make the. Like, by 50% sales, would make it the lowest selling Kojima
0: launch of all time in the UK. I could have told them this was going to happen. Like, who was the person who was like, yeah, let's just let Kojima do what he wants and give him $200 million? Like, I mean, Metal Gear Solid Five sold very well, but it was Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah,
1: this is a new thing, and it's very weird, and it's hard to describe. And you know, it's hard to do an elevator pitch for this. Well, game. look,
0: for instance, RTD's friend, he mm-hmm. went out on a limb. He's like, "That looks interesting. I'm going to buy it." He bought it, and now he's trying to return it. So. Word of mouth for this game probably isn't going to be great either. Particularly when you take into consideration you have to play about 10 hours before the game really starts mm-hmm. to happen. I mean, I'm thinking this is going to do like five, six million. Um, I At this point, I think that's best case scenario. You're talking in U.S. only though, right? Mm. Or worldwide? I think worldwide. Worldwide, that'll, yeah. U.S., yeah. no way. No, not U.S., no yeah. But I mean
1: you're talking about a company that puts out exclusives that sell 10 to 15. like got a war, Yeah, and, and they'll keep marketing like, yeah. this game. They will not yeah. give up. Like they will market every, it. For, not everything has to set new records and set the world on everything. Not everything has yeah, to make I mean, a Detroit billion. Yeah, Detroit only sold like 3 million. Yeah. But they also aren't exclusive anymore. So. And
0: uh, they also didn't cost anywhere near as much as this cost to make. So I don't know, man. I don't know where Kojima goes from here. I mean, I think he said he's going to direct films. This is his fever dream. He yeah. look, he got like two pretty big actors to be in his game, and then like a handful of other probably B list or higher people. Mm. I mean, this is his dream. This yeah. is what he's wanted all along to I be mean, able to work with Hollywood.
1: And I mean, I'll admit, yeah. I mean, he just wanted to be friends with Norman Reedus and Guillermo yeah. del Toro and all these. guys. I mean, absolutely for sure. Um, that was obvious from the start. It was. It was like. I mean, people make fun of Jeff Keighley for for doing the buddy up to Kojima thing. But well, Kojima's doing the same thing to these guys, right? It's, he's it's, just. It's just. It's, just a <laughs> chain. it's
0: hilarious. It's a chain. And, and you know what?
1: Jeff Keighley could probably call up Game of Toro whenever he wanted. Yeah. I bet he, has, I bet he knows a lot of those guys. He's oh his a, dad probably His dad knows. probably knows as well, yeah, yeah. for sure. His dad knows everybody. Um I mean you you run IMAX, you're gonna you're gonna know some people. Yep. So but, um, uh,
0: tiny blip in history says how uh, does Days Gone compare to this game? We already did like a, a sales comparison, but we haven't really talked about like I'll admit I think I like
1: this a little better than Days Gone. Do you? Um just because It's irritating. You don't have to admit it. Like, it's okay. It's irritating, (laughs) but it's not... Yeah, but Days Gone feels like more of a game. Yeah. But at
0: the same time, Days Gone... This game does the other parts way so much better. Yeah. Like, the story stuff is way better than Days Gone. I mean, the gameplay... The characters
1: are nonsensical, but I like most of them better than anyone in Days Gone. Yeah. Um... I feel like as bizarre as everything is, I'm at least interested in the sense that, like, well, maybe it'll be dumb, but at least it'll be something I couldn't have predicted. Whereas Days Gone feels very by the numbers. And Days Gone makes you do the same thing over and over again, but I didn't find... I found Days Gones over and over again more irritating than this one's. Probably because there's so much combat in Days Gone, and I was just sort of annoyed by it that like, it was just like oh, i was like ah i got to stop and get more fuel and now there's zombies and i got oh the shooting brought more guys over and now i got to deal with those guys like and I would just get to the, like the end of a quest and day's gone, and be like, "Turn wanna, it off. I, I don't want to keep going." <laughs> yeah. Whereas yeah. this, I do. I do go back and forth. I go out and I'm like, "Oh, I I, I want to stop." But then I can. I, but no, they have more metal here now, so I can get that metal and go build that road that I haven't finished yet. Like there is like stuff a lot.
0: It's a sim. Like a lot of yeah. sims,
1: it's a great way to waste time. There's a breadcrumb trail that keeps you playing in this game, even though you're. There are moments where I'm just like, "This is so boring." Just one more. You let know, me like, do I one more delivery. Yeah, just yeah. let me fill that. Let me fill that little stupid bar up. It's like it's like a it's like an idle game or a, a cookie clicker kind of game. It's just yeah. like one more stupid menial dumb task. Fit task yeah, and I'll do. And I'll go go to bed, or I'll go to. And also, I think one of the reasons I am less irritated than I could have been with this game is every time I felt sort of like annoyed by like how tedious it was I'm like in a week I'll be playing Star Wars think yeah. everything will be fine
0: <laughs> I mean choo- like, if you're trying to choose between those two games we're not here forever yeah <laughs> if you're trying to right. choose between those two games I think it's very simple I think if if you are a person who kind of is drawn towards story driven games then you should buy or play Death Stranding mm-hmm. if you care more about interacting then I think I would go with Days Gone you're right though I mean the gameplay in Days Gone is only just barely good enough to get that designation yeah. from me
1: um I will say, however, uh, this is way better than Need for Speed Heat.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. Of the two games we covered today, oh yeah, but by v- v- Vast better running. than yeah. Need for Speed <laughs> At Heat. At least it's interesting.
1: God, even even the driving's a little better once you build the roads. Yeah,
0: but I think more than anything, it's harder, like, it's
1: harder to drift in this game though.
0: Yeah, I think more than anything, when you decide to buy this game, you just need the information. It, I don't even think it matters whether Matt and I. Say we like something or don't like something about the game with this particular game. Because either you're going to like the tedious Sim stuff in this game or you're not.
1: Yeah. And it's like sometimes I guess there's an element of like, is that really? Yeah, Yes, that's it. That is the game. That's the tweet. Like that's all it is. I think a lot of
0: people are waiting for like the second hammer to drop. Like, okay, now when are are Matt and Shane going to tell us about the part of the game that's fun? Like that's, this is the game. Like, even the boss fights in this game are very anticlimactic. Yeah, you just sort of. I mean, the
1: ones I've done so far is I climb up on a thing and I throw grenades at the thing until the life bar runs out. It's so out. easy. That's it. Yeah. like They do reward you well for them. Yeah. Though. Oh, you, yeah. You, you, it's worth it. It is. To, to kill things in this game. But uh,
0: there's not much of a resistance.
1: No. I mean, maybe it changes. I, I've heard, like. See, that's why I don't get. I've seen, like, things where people, like, reviewers are saying, like, oh, later in the game it changes and it becomes really different and that's what you change. But I don't know if they mean. I think that's when you can we start haven't building roads. I mean, like getting chapter three. Or I think that's they, it. Is that it? Because yeah. it, it does substantially change. There's a lot more to do, and they start giving you more stuff. I mean, they start giving you more structures you can build that would have been really handy earlier. Uh, like there's a there's a there's a basically a, a private you know private room is where you can stay, and you get to certain delivery area delivery places. But you can shower. build. But you get the ability to build one that then other players can also rest in, and that's kind of fun. And there's like there's like shelters. They keep talking about taking shelter from the timefall rain, but like there's no shelter anywhere. You have to but find eventually, caves. but eventually you can build shelters. Yeah, which you is. Can cool. also but build when you go under the shelter, it sprays repair dust on you, so it fixes all your
0: shit. I'm like, where was that ten minutes yeah. ago? Yeah, and you can also you can deploy terminals where people can because you can, look, you aren't just delivering cargo that you're required to deliver. Yeah. There's cargo like just lost out in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and if you pick it up. You can carry it all the way back, or you can stumble across kind of these portable terminals that Mm -hmm. people put down, and you can load it in there. And then that person who put that terminal down gets some love. You get some love for returning the stuff.
1: Yeah. And then, like, there's other, like, if you drop cargo because you got attacked or something happened or you fall and you move too far away from it, it will then no longer be in your game and be available to other people. So like you, you can find cargo from other players that they lost while they were out in the field and if you pick it up and deliver where it needs to go you will get likes from them and they will get some credit for having their cargo delivered. And it's yep. like so this it's, it's connectivity. The connectivity yeah, the said cool. they're constantly leveraging that, and that is really where the game is the strongest. I find sneaking past the BT stuff to be so irritating. It is, yeah. And they're always exactly where you need to go. Oh yeah. It's- well they put them exactly in the of course line they do. you're
0: supposed to walk.
1: And then like this happens and it's just again, it's this isn't scary, this isn't exciting, it's just tedious. Yeah, you
0: gotta jam the
1: you gotta jam on like the They Pull all your yeah. stuff up, so you gotta go climb up, go over here and wait till it goes away, and then go back in and pick Collect up all the it stuff all. you dropped, and they go Yeah tedium 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 as a gameplay design element it's that's just over and over and over again it's
0: accurate so there you go that's death stranding uh i do not think i'm going to continue playing this however matt if you do i am going to probably continue because okay. i have that little to do right now well, so over the next few days i kind of want to get to this scene I don't, yeah, know what yeah. the, I don't know how the hell that happens we're, we're, when you go to like world war ii yeah i haven't got there yet either but if you continue playing this over the next week and you feel like you need to discuss something mm. further, we'll talk about it again Well, next look, week. it's
1: got two more days because Thursday Star night Wars. at 9 p.m., yeah. Star Wars goes live, and that's the <laughs> end of that.
0: Yep. I am really excited for that game. Honestly, so, Disney
1: Plus is live. I'm, probably, I'm not going to play this now. I'm going to watch The Mandalorian. There
0: you go. Oh, that's right. All episodes? No, oh. it's
1: only one. Oh, uh, okay. So, so one, wait,
0: they're doing it old school style? Disney,
1: Disney Plus stuff's going to come out weekly. Yeah. That sucks. So, di- yeah, I prefer to binge. But, like, Disney, so Mandalorian, the first episode's tonight, second episode is Friday, and then it's every Friday, I think, after That's that. That's weird. Which, they're missing which, one of the key features of being an over the top service. Which ends up in a weird situation where the last episode of Mandalorian comes out a week after Star Wars Episode 9. Oh, not that they're connected, really, but it's just weird that like that is weird. you wouldn't sync that up yeah. a little better. I, don't know. I mean,
0: no one knows better than them. So Yeah, exactly. Anyway, there you go. That's Death Stranding. We may come back to it next week. I highly doubt I'm going to play more. I think Matt will. Uh, and if he discovers some stuff that's worth bringing up I again, mean, I can, we'll...
1: I can tear myself away from road building and just try to pl- power through the story stuff. I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not like it matters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can always go back and build roads later if I want to.
0: I would much rather just experience this as a movie. Mm -hmm. Like, but with a lot of chopping. Like, a lot. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean... But, like, the premise, the characters, the universe, I like. I
1: mean, I would like to see that after, like, a rewrite or two. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, wow. Again, I think... Just the character names. Like, I'm Dead Man, and I'm Die Hard Man, and I'm Heart Man.
0: I'm like... Is everyone... Is it a Mega Man game or what? Like, what's going on? Like... <laughs> I think a lot of, like, the overt storytelling, I think it was a reaction to people just being like, what is this game? Um, in some cases, I think it's better if a developer can stay away from fans while they make a game. Because I have a... I have a feeling this is one one time where fan feedback may have actually hurt the game a little bit, but... Yeah. It still is what it is. Like, it, it didn't... The fan feedback didn't ruin the game, but... No.
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's still pretty much what he imagined. Yeah, for sure. It I, don't, just I, don't, makes I don't think Kojima cha- right? changes his mind for anybody.
0: That's possible.
1: Except that time he decided to put his model girlfriend in Metal Gear Solid 4. Right. And made everybody start over. from a <laughs> bunch. a of There was almost a mutiny on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. So there you go. That's Death Stranding. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Maybe we won't. It's time for our trailer of the week. We have a good one for you. Um, They just released the updated look at Sonic for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. As you guys remember, they debuted it with a trailer. Everybody hated it. And Paramount was like, okay, looks like we're going back to the drawing board. So they went back, completely redesigned Sonic, and they've already managed to put out a trailer. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's just like a copy and paste. You put him in, and, like, all the facial so, expressions
1: and everything just work? No, I mean, I, th- I mean, it's still working. I mean, I've, I'm sure this is not done yet. It's got till February before it comes out. Here's the thing that I think. So there's a lot of conspiracy theory talk, like, oh, this is always planned. Like, they were going to put out the terrible one and get more attention. It's like, no, you, don't, you do not You not spend that kind of money on render farms for that. I, yeah. you, you also don't make yourself look like a complete idiot in order to. That doesn't make any sense. What I do think happened is I think there was a, because of how fast they decided to change it, I think there was a schism in the production over what he should look like, and that at some point the the whoever held the purse strings or whatever was whoever was higher ranking just won out, and they wanted the the quote realistic looking hedgehog version. And when the reaction to that trailer hit. They already the, the, had the, the, direct, the other version. Because the director immediately was like, hey, <laughs> they, I mean, I don't think they had it rendered or anything, but I think they had that design. Yeah. And they're like, no, see, I told you, everybody's freaking right. out, we should have used it. So they quickly went back and did the other version. Okay, makes sense. Um, so that would be my completely baseless, evidenceless theory, but it, the speed at which they had this ready That's what to I'm saying, is crazy. Makes it sound to me, not that it was a conspiracy, not that it was planned, but because I think Creative, there was a creative argument here. Fisher. And they were kind of ready to go either way, and they went the wrong way. And now it was easy to go the right because way. Because this looks a thousand times better. It does. It does. It's, it's recognizably Sonic the fucking headshot. You can shot. tell who it is, yeah. yeah.
0: So here it is. The I would say now this is really kind of the debut trailer for the yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, movie. this movie's going to suck. Because this is what it, like,
1: is. it, it there's no There's no two ways about <laughs> it. I'm sorry. This is not going to be a good movie. But uh, it looks like Sonic now.
0: Yep uh so as usual during our trailer of the week that is your chance to get your questions into the chat go at siftedgames so we can find your questions also if any of you guys have been waiting to subscribe via twitch prime now is a great time to do that so I can thank you personally uh, until then let's roll it I'm sonic a little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package on my planet people were always after my powers so I came to yours it gets a little lonely but that's okay. I am living my best life on Earth. What? Ow! At the place Sonic! At the pitcher's mound, also Sonic! Ugh, I can't with that guy. Uh-oh. hiding out in my garage? They're coming for me! If they steal my power, they could conquer the universe. You have to help me. No, I don't. Please, it's life or death. Super Sonic. Good morning, my rural chum.
1: Mr. Dr. Robotnik.
0: I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me where it is. Wait, don't hurt him. <laughs> Road trip? Woo this can't be happening to me. Oh my god, stop the car right Wow, what? The world's largest rubber band ball? We gotta see it. No, this is not some fun family road trip. <laughs> eh, you're right, it was lame. Gift shop was cool though. Whatever this creature is, I'm going to uncover the source of its power. Yeah! Hey. I just thought you might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. Of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them! we got to lay low. Let me show you how it's done. Hey, hey. So should we get out of here? Yeah, time to go. I always want to do this. <laughs> Nailed it! Hey, uh, Uh-oh. Let's go! Here comes the boom! How are you not dead? I have no idea!
1: Oh,
0: give me a That was an illegal left, by the way. Aw, this one is cute. Let's keep him. Oh, come on. You've got car insurance, right? Ah! Why would you throw your life away for this silly little alien? Good time. He's my friend. Let's go. This is my power. And I'm using it to protect my friends. Let's go. Let's go. So, you're supposed to be Tom's best friend that he won't shut up about. Well, I don't see the appeal. (laughs) That is very gross. Let's go. So much better. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, (laughs) night and day better.
1: Like, crazy that that wasn't what it was originally what they did in the first place. He looks
0: like Sonic now. It's yeah. a lot of it is the eyes. Yeah,
1: the eyes. And the, the eyes f- are more square now,
0: whereas mm-hmm. they were rounder
1: before. Yeah, well, because they were smaller, beady in the one yeah. before. It looked too much like a real hedgehog, basically. Yeah, right? I guess when are looks like he looks more like a cartoon character, <laughs> yeah. but like that works. Like, That's it, true. You get much more expression out of his face in this one. Yep, agreed. And from further, away, you know, longer shots, you can see what he's his facial face is doing. It's better. It's way better. It's still gonna be a terrible it's, movie. It's not even better <laughs> in the sense of like I just want to look like the old games or the old original character it's better in terms of cinematic design yeah. like it's just it the 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 the, the, the poor man in, who worked for sega who designed that as part of an internal contest knew what he was drawing yep. Knew what he was doing
0: yep all right we got a ton of questions in here we're gonna get to some of them why is uh, jim carrey doing that by the way why is he in that movie
1: i mean jim carrey does whatever he wants really i mean <laughs>
0: that's a bad decision uh, he, doesn't,
1: okay. he doesn't command the, the the price he used to. He's he's he hasn't had a, hit, a huge hit in a way. He's he's, this isn't Ace Ventura 3 or
0: anything. Uh, Vincent brings up a good point. XO19 is happening this Thursday. And he says, in Mi- And uh, Microsoft is promising, quote, unquote, the biggest Inside Xbox ever. Are you excited at all for it? No. Yeah,
1: you're going to need to show me something better. I don't even know what that means.
0: Cause... I mean, Inside Xbox is basically their direct. It's a pre-produced video that shows off new stuff but there's nothing really new to show off it's yeah. so late in the generation it's hard to get excited for stuff like this and you're not going to show us like anything solidly xbox scarlet yeah so. we're not going to see any next gen stuff like maybe we get a first peek at the first game from ninja yeah, theory or know. i don't I mean, know
1: you, you, if you're not going to show me something fable related go away which is it's possible pretty, not impossible but like yeah, 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> the chances aren't good uh, but anyway, on Sifted, we will have curated all the stuff from this, so you won't miss a thing as long as you go to sifted.net. Um, Eath Demon, what's your view on, the, uh, of this year in games? To me, this year has been a strong year. At least I have bought more games this year than in the last few. I think this has been a pretty down year. Ah, yeah, me too. I mean, look, everyone's tastes are different, so... Look, if you feel like the last couple years haven't been great, then you probably do think this year was mm-hmm. awesome because everybody else thinks the last two years were amazing and right. think and everyone th- and thinks that this year hasn't been good. So if you're opposite of that, that all makes sense. I mean, I'm if really I'm
1: really hoping Star Wars is a game of the year contender for me because otherwise, I don't know what I'm going to be hard. Um, I mean, it's I mean probably it's it's between if for- Fallen Order turns out to be what I hope it's going to be, it's probably between that and Disco Elysium. For me, um, there's no home run pick. There isn't. There's no. I mean, God of War was just like, yeah. God and of War. The Witcher three. Witcher three for sure. Easy. Horizon was easy for me. I mean, there was. Yeah. A, I had a favorite game each of those years, even among some of the best games of the generation. In each of those, this this year I think has been really low key. I mean, there's I'm, been wondering some great if Eath, stuff, I'm wondering
0: like, if East Demon is a big Nintendo. Game, yeah, right? yeah, he is. Oh, well, there you go. That yeah, explains so, it. It's been a great year for Switch and everything else. Yeah, wasn't Ninten- great. Nintendo's had a
1: good year, but yeah. none of that stuff has spoken to me in terms of like something that you know blew my blew the doors off or anything. Yeah. Um. You know, in terms of, I mean, Bloodstained was really good. The indie stuff kind of buoyed it, but in terms of AAA, and I would consider Nintendo in AAA. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, Pokemon's also on set on Friday, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how about that. that. Um.
0: God, that's a big Friday, isn't it? I'm not going to get <laughs> any any sleep for a long freaking time. Yeah. I I've, have been living on no sleep. Like, I've gotten to the point, Matt, where I can no longer sleep longer than five hours. Even on Friday night into Saturday, after I sleep five hours, I wake up, and mm-hmm. I can. I have been doing it for so oh, long. Oh, yeah. e
1: is the Shadowbringers uh, evangel, evangelizer. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, which, yeah, I'm not going to get to that in time. Yeah. So.
0: Maybe is he asking if you're going to look at it? No, I mean, he has in the past, but like, it's
1: just there's no there's no time for that. Like, it's... Like, I believe people that think it's great, but I'm not, I'm not going to see it till next year, probably. Maybe next summer, frankly. <laughs> I mean,
0: Q1's pretty packed. Uh, Commander Fett, 03, what's your favorite Thanksgiving tradition?
1: Mm, I don't really have one. We didn't, ha- we didn't really care about Thanksgiving when I was growing up.
0: So, for me, I, I, honestly, the last four Thanksgivings, I haven't even gone home. I haven't been home for Thanksgiving and I don't know how long.
1: I haven't gone home for Thanksgiving since 2004, the first year we were down here. Yeah. Because I remember we both – because you went up also to Oakland, to, I think, to see – Shell, your, my wife your, your yeah. wife. your future wife. Yep. And I went up to because that's where I'm from, and uh, and it sucked coming back. Yes, it did. Because we, I think we both drove, we right? We got trapped, yeah. We, it took us like eight, nine hours to get back. Well, that's, that's a five-hour drive normally. It yeah. took like nine, and then the second year, I flew back, and that was worse so after 2005 I just told my mom I'm like, "Hey, I'm just not I'm just I'll see at Christmas, okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, we don't really do Thanksgiving really anyway." Yeah. So Thanksgiving's never been a, a particularly important. I mean, it's important to me because it got some days off school, but uh, beyond that it was never a, a thing.
0: So I guess my tradition now is because I don't go home for Thanksgiving, I have a buddy who's very wealthy and he does Thanksgiving every year at the Houdini mansion. Oh yeah, yeah. So I go to the Houdini mansion and do Thanksgiving dinner, and it's just, I mean, it's insane. Because everybody brings their best dish, plus he just has, like, Mm -hmm. literally gourmet catering brought in. Uh, So I do that. Before I ever moved out to California, my my friends and I would do a party every Thanksgiving night. So we'd do Thanksgiving with the family, hang out with the family all day, and then that night we'd just throw a blowout because everybody had off the next day. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so we just throw this gigantic party and just get drunk and play foosball and have fun, and we did that every year for like 15 years straight or something like that. So those were my traditions. Now my tradition is to just hang out with a bunch of ravers at the Houdini Mansion. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, I mean, I usually there's usually like a
1: friends you know they call it friendsgiving where it's just like the, because in LA no one's from here really, so everybody yeah. everybody has a Thanksgiving. gathering. It's weird being here on home. Thanksgiving. I love it because it's no awesome, one's here. It's but it is weird. Like it's almost like the world ended, yeah. The roads are empty. You can drive anywhere and no nope, I mean, cuz here's the thing, if the lights on Wilshire are time for 35 miles an hour, they are also time for 70 miles an hour. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that is the day to find out. I love that. That's great. Uh, great question, Commander Fett. Uh, SJD Swanland, what franchise from book, movie or any other medium would you want to see adapted into a video game? Using the engine used in Death Stranding, and what developer would you want to make it? Well, clearly the postman. <laughs> 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 FedEx guy. Or
1: uh, Castaway.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. I've ta- I think I've, had this- I've answered this question before. There's this old comic that I had when I was a kid. It was called Destroy. And it was just about I Remember that? It was gigantic. It was a big one. It was like this big and it was yeah. just about two superheroes that just fought and just leveled a city. And I feel like making a game out of that would be freaking awesome. That comic by the way is really hard to find. Like if you google it, that. you have it? I had it at, at G4 for a long time. Even yeah. if you google it, you can only find like one mention of it on the entire internet. Uh, that was by somebody important. Like
1: there was a big big guy, That was an important guy who did that. It was the guy who did Understanding Comics, I
0: think. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I, the comic was okay. The the art was great. Yeah. But it was the premise that I really loved. It's just like everybody runs and gets out of the city because these two superheroes are going to go at it, and they just fight with just, mm-hmm. and it's just awesome. Like just punching each other through skyscrapers and just, and It's just huge. Like it's it's the size of
1: like a newspaper. Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. Big. Yeah. So that'd be my. My i don't opinion. know where they i might have gotten rid of that actually i
0: bet you it's worth a ton of money if you can dig it up mm, i don't know i'm i, I feel like it's something that big i probably given away to i googled it in it one result on the entire internet it was crazy i was like oh my gosh like this is even more underground than i thought it was <laughs> like there's one i mean result. yeah
1: it was not it's not a well-known yeah product. it's fun
0: Justin Scott, Horman, Scott McCloud. That's who it was. Justin Horman, thank you for subscribing via Twitch Prime. Did anybody else do that? Yep, Commander Fett. Thank you. Was it him? I gotta find out. Yeah. Um, do you want to answer the question, or do we want to what move on? It? What book, movie, or whatever?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know what that engine can do. I don't know what what the significance of that would really end. Up I don't being. think the engine matters that much. I don't know. I mean, just
0: more Star Wars games that don't suck. would, okay. would be my request. fair enough. Uh, the one Geo after last week's game face, I was a bit surprised by your glowing review of Luigi's Mansion 3. I found the game to be too easy. The control's clunky and couldn't play for more than an hour at a time without losing interest. Wow, interesting. What game has a critic you liked enjoyed that you found it to be boring? What game has a what game has a critic you liked enjoyed that you found it to be boring? I don't get that sentence.
1: Um, I'm going to guess that means, like, what game has been critically praised but you thought it was boring?
0: I don't know how you find that game boring. I, <laughs> I'd i like to know what game you I mean, the answer
1: like. to that is Metal Gear Solid 3, yeah, by the I mean, way. Like, like, we've
0: already been over that today. I don't How could you find that game boring? That's crazy. It's like, if you're bored, you wait 20 minutes, and there's a whole other theme just waiting. <laughs> like... I don't get it. I think maybe you had it out for that one, Gio. Um, Emperor Dread. In Death Stranding, I fought a ghost whale. Ran out of ammo and peed on it for about two and a half minutes in desperation. <laughs> that kept it away from me and stained it white. It seemed pretty grossed out. What's your favorite thing to pee on in a video game? That the really aristocrats. <laughs> that really happened? Yeah, you can do that.
1: I mean, I know you could pee. But he but, peed on a whale and it turned white. Yeah, well, all his bodily fluids are like repellent to the. DTs oh right, that's right. They make grenades out of his pee. And right, right, that's right. His, his blood, his, yeah, yeah. And his blood, and then and, and the shower runoff. It's a. It's kind of a gross game when it comes down to it.
0: It is kind of gross.
1: Yeah. Um. Favorite thing to pee on in a, in a video game. <laughs> I mean, probably Gary Oldman in Postal too. Yeah. Uh, or there pro- was peeing
0: in um, Conquer. Duke Nukem Forever and Conquer. I mean, probably the better question would have been what games have had peeing in them. Yeah, it's not a common <laughs> mechanic, really. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I don't know. Peeing on a ghost whale. Is I like a pretty whizzing good thing. on an electric fence. How about that for yeah. you, Ren- you Ren and Stimpy fans out there? Uh, Super Cordón Blue. How long do you think Sony will fund Kojima projects, even if Dual? Uh, dual should. <laughs> dual shock yeah, yeah. Even, even if Death Stranding is a financial success are you interested in another Kojima production outside of Death Stranding by the way I'm a genuine fan of his <laughs> way of storytelling and game design okay so you love it somebody, he, has, you, to. somebody mu- has to we be. found somebody who likes Death Stranding that's good um, how long will they fund his projects if it even if your questions are killing me today, even if it is a financial success, if it is a financial success, obviously they're going to keep funding them yeah. forever.
1: They don't need to like it to make money from it. Yeah, so just keep. As long, long money. as they make
0: money, that's all that matters. If it bombs, that's the better question. If it bombs and doesn't make any money, is Sony going to continue supporting him? Mm-hmm. I mean, they could give him another shot. Uh, they will. I think they so. will. I think if anything, they would just be completely freaked out that Microsoft or Nintendo might grab him. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say even if this bombs and I think it's it's not going to bomb. I think it's not going to sell especially well for a first party. I mean, if anyone thought if they thought this was going to sell Spider-Man numbers, they were crazy to begin with. Yeah, they so. they don't though. They know that. Um but I think even if it does tank, relatively speaking, for a Kojima game, I think they'll st- he'll still be there. Um, yeah, you how all- many games do you think he'd have to do this before Sony kicked him to the curb? Oh, I think he get, he's got two chances. Yeah, one more. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I would yeah. agree with that. Yep. Uh, great question. Killzone 310 were the people who stole your car from a rival crew. <laughs> 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 awesome. I can laugh about it now. That's good that I'm at that place. A uh, finger muffin. Do you think uh, Death Stranding will change Kojima's reputation? Good one. No. Well, not with
1: me. I mean, it's <laughs> exactly what I thought I was going to get. Yeah,
0: I mean, this is what he does. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I maybe his point is that people who really love Kojima are in denial yeah. over who he really is. I mean, I
1: have seen some people who are huge Metal Gear fans like suddenly sort of have a moment of clarity on this game because the Metal Gear stuff is no longer kind of. Clouding their vision. Yeah. Um. So I have seen some some hardline Kojima fans be like, "Wait a minute, this is ridiculous." Yeah. Um. But in general, I mean, I don't think if you like his style, I don't think he failed to deliver here. It's
0: the same thing—just overly wordy, crazy characters. Yeah. There's just not as much meat to the game as there usually. But you're really
1: not. I mean, you're not there for the gameplay in general anyway. There's just less of it here.
0: You're there for. The stuff I just said, yeah. and hopefully some weird, quirky ideas here and there, and it gives you both of that. It mm-hmm. gives you both of those, so you're gonna like it.
1: Again. And cutting edge tech, visual tech, which he also has always, you know, yep. going back to Melliger
0: one, Melager solid one. Uh, thanks, Finger Muffin. Next, uh, this is for Viga Games. Uh, with Disney messing up the Simpsons episodes, what are your thoughts on backwards compatibility for next gen? Wait, what? I don't know what messing up the Simpsons episodes is. Mean, what does that means. have to do? I mean, that's a funny if you're just trying to be funny. Um, I feel okay with Microsoft, but I have no faith in Sony, especially with why would anyone play this in charge? Um, I don't know if I'm following any of that. <laughs> do you?
1: <laughs> I don't know what Disney messing... First off, I don't know what they did to the Simpsons episodes. As far as I know, they restored them for Disney+. Second, what does that have to do with backwards compatibility? Yeah,
0: and who is... Why would anybody play this? Who is that? Who said that? I don't know. Who's, why would anyone that, play this? Is that the... Did the Gorilla Games guy say, say maybe. that about something? I guess maybe that's what he's saying. I've, I haven't heard that quote to know. I don't know. Emperor Dread, thank you for subscribing via Twitch Prime. Wait, okay, people are saying the aspect ratio of the Simpsons episodes got screwed up? That's
1: not true. Like the 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 FX ones are, have like a zoomed in ratio, but the, on Disney Plus, I haven't seen them yet. But supposedly on Disney Plus, the uh, Simpsons episodes are the original four by three ratio. I, so I can't understand. Disney fixed them. I can't
0: understand. With Disney messing up the Simpsons episodes, what are your thoughts on backwards I compatibility I, for next? Gen? I don't know what any of
1: that means. It, I
0: cannot figure out how it's supposed to be tied together. Anyway, it was fun trying. Um, Joaquin Dragoon. For the previous, it looks like Star Wars is a Souls like. Shane, are you up for playing this? Absolutely, I am going to give it a go. The Question is, is he up for liking it? Right, or continuing to play it? I am definitely have to give it a go, and I'm going to give it a chance. Uh, It doesn't sound like it's quite as hard as. No, Souls. I, I don't think it. I mean, I think it will get is you've got two difficulty
1: levels above normal, so I'm sure if you and want I won't be touching a harder. Oh, you want a harder <laughs> one? Then, yeah,
0: I mean, I'm good. Um Yeah, I, it sounds like it's not that tough. I think I'll be okay. Um. Justin Horman, this or that? Ninja Gaiden 2 for 360 or Bayonetta 2? Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Bayonetta. I'll be honest. I like Bayonetta. I like it. It's not on par with Ninja Gaiden to me. Agreed. Mr. Satterfield, rinkside seating for the final game of the Stanley Cup Finals with the Penguins or season tickets for your favorite NFL team? Uh, Oh, boy. Well, As, let's,
1: assuming magical, the magical ability to attend the games
0: without right, travel. Right. Um, there are way more hockey games than NFL games. Mm. There are 82 hockey games a season, 41 home games. There are eight home Steelers games so, a year. Uh, uh, there's a value uh, It's it. a value play. I'm going to NHL. And for you, Mr. Kyle, from Transformers, the movie OST, Instruments of Destruction or Hunger? Instruments of Destruction. And why? Uh, that's a better song. Okay. Fair enough. It's also a better scene. Uh, the J Bone Twenty. Lots of new people on here today. That's great to see, man. Thanks for everybody stopping in and checking out the show. Uh, the J Bone Twenty Nine. What are your thoughts about Kojima Defender saying not all games have to be fun? If I'm not entertained after a few hours, I'm out. I mean, not all food has to taste good. Like, who? This it doesn't make any sense.
1: It's, yeah. Like, I mean, they don't have to be fun in the sense that like. I come out of it feeling bouncy and happy and optimistic about things. Like You can have a downer game that isn't like what you describe as fun, but it better be good to play. It better be fun to play unless you're trying to make a point by how boring it is to play, and so far Death Stranding has not tried to make any points.
0: I think there needs to be a line drawn between entertained and fun. There's a difference. You can be entertained by something that isn't fun. It can be serious or dark Mm -hmm. or gritty or whatever, and that's the big difference. Or at least engaged, and I am not... Yeah. Either of those things, except when I'm building roads. Yeah, if I'm, and I I understand. Like the
1: connectivity thing is is a bit of an interesting draw, but I feel like it's the only thing. It there. kind
0: of is the only draw, unless you're total over head over heels for Kojima. Uh, and you're right. After a few hours, most I think most players are like that. If a game isn't fun after a few hours, players quit. They don't mm-hmm. want to. Why? Who wants to do? I that? mean, if someone
1: hadn't told me to get to chapter three, I would have probably quit before then. Yeah, if I'm honest, like I was, I was just like, it I was felt hard like to get there. It.
0: it was hard to get there. Um. Oh, Justin, who bought us our gifts, said there are gift messages on the gift receipts. Mm. Where did the boxes? Go? There's one. Here's
1: the Here's the Honda one.
0: Nope. They're not on there. There's nothing here. Well, that's a shame. You don't see anything. No. Well, if we find them, we'll read them for
1: sure. Oh, here's a here's the other one. It's a different. Pa- Happy early Christmas, Mr. Kyle. I've really appreciated your voice on Game Face since you joined the show. As a host, thanks for being great. Butts, butts,
0: butts. <laughs> there you go. And I don't even know where my Truth. box went. It's it, over here. Oh, maybe it's in that box. I
1: opened both of them.
0: So. Oh, that's right. Um, One second, folks. I
1: am so used to... Find it. So, I'm so used to not paying attention to what's
0: in the Amazon. Yeah, yeah, because it's usually a bunch of. Garbage. I'm as bad as a terrorist in Death Stranding. uh Here we go. Yo, yo, yo! Merry early Christmas, you filthy animal! Butts, butts, butts from your fellow sifters. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad I read that on the show. uh David, we hit 100 viewers. Awesome. All right, I think that's it. We're way over anyway. Yeah. Thank you, Justin and Sifters, for the great gifts that we got for Christmas. It's cool to get a Christmas gift in, like, mid-November. I think that's yeah. the first time that's ever happened for me. And it will definitely be put to good use. I will be right back here next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. More big games. We'll be talking Jedi. What else are we going to have next Pokemon. week? Pokemon. Yeah. They're just going to keep God, on rolling. do need anything more than that, really? Not really. Uh, they're just going to keep on rolling until the Maybe end Maybe
1: if you're lucky, a little bit of Stadia.
0: Yeah. If they
1: gave you anything. If you
0: mean if is lucky, and we actually uh, try it. True. <laughs> uh, those of you listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, first of all, thank you. Glad you found the show. If you could help us out, that would be awesome. Uh, head to our Patreon at patreon.com slash sifted. I know this part of the show sucks for people watching the video, but you got to realize – a big part of our audience just listens to it. So I have to verbalize stuff that you guys are seeing on the screen. I would also bring up to the people listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Play that we have a video version of the show. And if you'd like to watch that and actually see the games we're talking about, you can pledge at our Patreon, again, at patreon.com sifted. Thanks to everybody who subscribed via Twitch Prime during the show. I'm sure we missed some. I apologize for that. But as usual, if you can hold on until the end of the show, it's always better because we can recognize you guys then. So we'll be back here next Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat place. Invisible Walls is up and out, but so is Game Face.